You're listening to the Unreasonable Fridays Podcast Network. Because all I have here on this paper says Candy Crush. That's the only thing it says here. Uh, so I, Microsoft is the headliner. So however you want to deal with the headliner, deal with that. Uh, um, I figure we'll talk about our regular ass shit and then like us, some bits like we usually do. And then we'll get into uh, uh, foaming at the mouth nerdisms. Cool. And then a get your fucking free COVID test. Oh my gosh. And. But I already got it. I should be fine. Um. Get your fucking booster. Um. And. That's just as good as a booster. My favorite. My favorite thing is people who I've I've talked to people. Who will like approach you and start taking off their mask without you saying anything? And I'm just like, there has to be a term for this because this is this is like, this is unacceptable. And I just, I, I'm not gonna go into it. I'll bring it up whenever it comes up. But well, clearly I have no fear of mouthing off my boss, and so I have zero fear of mouthing off people who are being assholes. Yo, um, you, were, you were talking about it in the ad space chat and i was like yo i've lost my ability to code switch like i, I just can't do it anymore mm-hmm. i i can't i'm lucky that i'm on a job where i don't have to yeah that's nice that's quaint uh y'all want to punch from aaron in the face that's the face i give people <laughs> Like, I got, I, straight up, man, I got a kid, like, she got asthma problems, like, a person comes more than five feet from me, and they start taking that mask off, and I have Oh, no, nah, stiff arm. I, I have no. no idea who they are, I just, that's, that's, that's a good way to get uh, punched in the face, like, not even joke. Uh, did y'all want to talk about Ninja threatening, going yes. full white man, and threatening oh, yeah. to sue? That was, was going to be part of, um, part of it, because there always seems to be some sort of Twitch drama. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. I don't want to talk shit about some of these Final Fantasy streamers I'm seeing following this trend of making themselves cry at the end of the series. To get okay, okay, no. I you know, no. Yeah, okay, so it's not just me. Thank you. I just wanted to make sure. I don't watch streamers. You can I'm tell. Like, you can so, tell. You can tell who's real with it, and you can tell who's just hopping on the wave. And, like, because a lot of my homies stream it. Yeah. And like watching them go through the journey, I'm like, okay, this is genuine. And then the largely Caucasian male section of the population. Right. Yeah. 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 It, but oh, I, I forgot they exist because I don't. Yeah, you zoned in now. Well, my, because my YouTube. All right. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you exactly the video that fucked up my YouTube algorithm. It's I'm Lulu. Oh, it's Lulu. Lulu fucks up everybody's algorithm. Anytime you watch them highlights, you're going to get 18,000 things you don't want to talk about. Yep. That, it was that one, but it was also this one. So you're going to go fuck up your algorithm? Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I like, there is genuinely like a few guys, like, I'm like, okay, at least you're genuine about it. You might be a scuzzball. I don't know. <laughs> Like, like for real, like the dude preach. I like him. Like he seems like he got a wife and a kid, and seems like he's all right. 
Oh, the, all the other ones? Yeah, I can but, tell. I'm not going to lie. I don't pay attention to streamers. And, like, well, you stream everybody. Too. Yeah, I'm not a good streamer. Um, Everybody I know in the game is either is is queer or not white. Well, fair. That is, <laughs> yeah, that, I guess that's true. <laughs> so I'm like, what? That's definitely preaching coming up in your algorithm. I'll take it that much. <laughs> oh no, I don't. I don't do YouTube because even with like, l- listen, I have fifteen hour, f- twelve to fifteen hour cat anxiety videos. Um, because I play them for Dynamite when I'm gone. I have fucking K-pop on my algorithm. I have um Final Fantasy. OSTs on my algorithm, and yet I still have racist and sexist assholes pop up on my YouTube algorithm. With and and this is with other <laughs> other like algorithm breaking things. Yeah, like I have four different hostile like algorithm hostile takeovers as my main thing on my YouTube algorithm, and yet the racist. Still show up on autoplay. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. So I'm like, how the fuck you beat 15 hour cat anxiety video algorithm and K-pop? I don't understand. Apparently, because I look up esoteric Final Fantasy 14 jokes, like, oh, okay, you must want to watch these generic white Final Fantasy 14 streamers, and I'm like, actually, I don't. You can I- tell it's always the. It's, I'm sorry. You're right. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Like that. You're right. No, you got it. I just noticed it. I was just because I, I got I got final I got some strong ass Final Fantasy opinions now. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, and like some of this shit is just annoying. <laughs> like, God damn it! <laughs> just enjoy the game. Man. But yes, the end of Final Fantasy fourteen, the end of Endwalker is just the end of Gurren Lagann. Like. <laughs> yes, it is. Straight up. Right down to the fist fight. So someone took a fist fight from the end of the movie and put footfalls behind <laughs> Okay, okay, we have to start. We have to start because this is this is too much. Because I, I was about to start another tangent. Ow! Let's hold the Final Fantasy 14 tangent. <laughs> Aaron, start the podcast. Go ahead, stand up, stand up, stand up. Welcome to another episode of Ad Space and Happy New Year, everyone. I'm your host, Aaron Rand Freeman, but the actual host, the CEO, lead artist, head of HR, lead therapist, head custodian, and um, payroll lead, Elise Bacon. How are you? Did I get a downgrade? Well, um, because of... Uh, COVID I, was, I was cuts. definitely the payroll manager and head of payroll, but then, well, I don't remember which one was first, but now I'm payroll lead. Well, um, what I wanted to say was I wanted to <laughs> congratulate um, someone that's come up from, I mean, I don't know if you've gotten, I don't know, like, I know you guys live in the same house, but our, um, our uh, 
are also working in the pet department is actually Dynamite, the official cat of Unreasonable <laughs> Fridays, and the cat you've been um the cat that's been helping you wrangle cats. Um, so she's gotten a um a few positional upgrades, a few promotions what, within the company. What what are Dynamite's positions? Well, one, she is um the head of HR, um social media manager, um, um public relations. Um, they, we are trying to put together a public relations team, but I'm leaving, I'm handing that off to her. So she puts together the team. It's four people, probably four, you know, um, crack professionals that will then allow us to create and shape messages in real time with the changing face of an ever changing America. I'm surprised you guys haven't spoken about this. I mean, I guess she decided that since I now have a job, that she also needed a job. So, I mean, this is just great news for all of us. Maybe she wanted to surprise me. I mean, I assume that the goal was if you guys are a two-income house, then that's the only way to survive here in the pandemic. So she figured that if you guys are both bringing in a good working salary, then you guys can only go up from there. And it's good because at first she was not pleased with you working. But then she emailed me and asked if there are any positions open and, you know, a little bit of nepotism. But she's very skilled, very talented, very good with people. And, um, yeah, we worked something out. I guess it was supposed to be a surprise. I might have ruined the surprise and I'm sorry, Dynamite. No, no, I'm I'm sure it's absolutely fine. Um, absolutely fine. Um, oh, there there it is. Like, it's it's uh, it's, it's all up. Congratulations, here. Dynamite. I hope you're enjoying the decreased workload. Your pay will remain the same, Bacon, at. Anywho, who else do we have on the program today? Bacon? Um, one second. I, something big just happened on Twitter. What happened on Twitter? Go look at Unreasonable Fridays and you won't find out. <laughs> Unreasonable Friday's Twitter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Um, you know what? Congratulations, everybody. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Anywho, who else is on the program, Bacon? Uh, we have our not a hostage, here of his own volition. Uh, there are no men in masks behind any mirror or around him or holding up signs. We have Justin. Yeah, uh, you know we uh, we have a we have a good working relationship. They took off the masks. Uh, we have tea in the morning now. Um, they actually let me write on the cards, so it's it's a collaborative experience now. It, it's collaboration. We actually get to to work together on these uh, on these little endeavors. It's nice. It's good. I feel like it's an upgrade in, uh, in our situation. I'm really glad that you have... Uh... I always imagine that Justin's there and it's like a two seven-foot-tall Russian men talking to Justin about their work day, <laughs> which is rather bonding and also terrifying because they're two mercenaries. They, so well, they, just... they also get to talk about their height similarities. Right. It's just three tall people talking, but two of them um, have skinned people before professionally. And one has not. <laughs> so, if, if there, so if there are three tall people in a room, does anyone acknowledge the height? 
The short one does. Okay, so this has been me. <laughs> At an old job, there was someone taller than me. And I was like, yo, have you ever just met someone that's tall for no reason? And everyone that has ever met me before is like, yes, Negro. <laughs> we have. <laughs> I'm like, okay, touche. Well, I know how you all feel now. I have met a literal giant. I mean, but funny coming from you, but yes. <laughs> um, and then we also have another guest here of their own volition. The um, cozy couch gamer. Aaron. Thank you for uh, letting me into your tall world. That's us normal <laughs> folk. Uh, I do happen to look up to you guys quite a bit. And I, I just wanted to say. Are you taller than me? But I'm not like giants like those two. I'm like not, I'm not a giant, by the way. Valid. Well, I mean, you're a giant to me. You 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 do realize. And Justin, Justin's the only tall person in, in an NBA world. Justin's the only tall person we know. Oh yes, this I'm tall. True. I'm tall for Tinder, and that's cute. But Justin's actually tall enough to affect um, rim defense, which Hashtag is tall for Tinder. <laughs> but I can't. I can't. But Justin actually affects rim defense long term. He affects a team's defensive rating positively. Okay, across the for, con- for context, like, anytime someone's like, "Okay, you're NBA height." For context, I'm a couple centimeters taller than Danny Green. There's your context for NBA height. Danny Green and I are about the same height. We're both 6'6". Six, six. Right. You're a wing player. You're a wing defender. Range there you down go. the passing lane. Help defense. All that stuff. I get it. I mean, I, I'm kind of used to y'all folk. I mean, I'm the smallest of my family. If that tells you anything, I'm literally the runt, as they would call me, of the litter. And from my father himself. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> well, when it when it comes from pops, that means pops is encouraging healthy well, he, competition between well, he, siblings. He is also the smallest out of his siblings, and so. he is trying to prepare you for what is to come. Yeah, I'm I not. am the third. So out of out of the Bacon family, I am the third tallest. Yeah, yeah, that makes well. Okay, no, my cousin. I have no. I don't. I don't know where my cousin got his height from, and my dad is five ten. Us, ours, us, we wide, we wide people, you know, like everybody's just got necks, just <laughs> woman, man, everybody got necks, just necks, just shoulders come out with just like, just, just, just hard to get out. That's all we got. So, but it's, it's fun. Happy New Year, y'all. I'm happy to be back. I'm glad y'all invited me back and kicked me out. <laughs> I'm way too lazy to kick anybody out. I always get that. I get that. <laughs> I whenever, stop inviting them. <laughs> whenever I text the jailer, like I'll say, hey, good morning. And the jailer will be like, am I being fired? And I'm like, from what? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, like, listen. Trauma. You right. Trauma. I'm like, listen, if I had enough money to pay you a living wage, I'm for damn sure not firing you. <laughs> I'm going to jail for money laundering before I fire you. I'll fire. I'll, I'll have to step down before I'm firing y'all niggas if I could pay y'all niggas. Kidding me? Speaking speaking of money laundering, I feel like that is an excellent transition. To Hold on, story. I have a pre-transition for for your transition. Oh. So Aaron can pay us a living wage. Please subscribe to our Patreon. Yeah, Patreon. Oh yeah, do that. There you go. <laughs> Patreon.com backslash on Fridays. 
Um, we're trying to lean on everybody now. We're leaning on people. Get more content out there. Make it worth your dollar. Even though the dollars are already worth, everyone's already worth your dollars. Because this goes pretty much, it's like, it's it's podcast to table. And I don't think you want, like I just said before, it's podcast to table. It's just Jayla. It's just Bacon. It's Libsyn. It's podcast to table. It's, it's meals. It's meals. Yeah, it's, it's, socks. Literally, it's literally food in mouths. It's, it's right. Food. It's like, it's literally food. buying my groceries. It's supplies. It's supplies. It's food. It's, it is paid by health server. insurance. Right. So it's like, it's not even, there's none of this. There's no questions about where the money is going. You can ask, niggas answer you. I don't <laughs> tell you. <laughs> like, there are, like, I don't make a lot of money. Nobody makes a lot of money, but the money goes where it has to. There's a nice little paper trail. I don't know. So here we go. Did the podcast come out this week? <laughs> well, that's, that, you know where the money went. Then. <laughs> you know where the money went. That's we all where it happened. It. Is bacon hungry? No. There you go. <laughs> that meal. There you go. Am I caffeinated and have a personality? Yes. That's where the money went. Right. So please subscribe to our Patreon so that Aaron does not have to resort to money laundering. I'm on to our next segment. I'm a resort to money. La- Listen. <laughs> I don't think you understand how are we supposed to get our shit together without the corruption. And what better time than now? Because ain't no staff to jam us up. As long as we pay taxes on this money. Ooh, ooh, I gotta. Mm, as long as we are paying taxes on this money, they ain't. We're good. We're good. They don't got the offices. Ain't nobody in it. They just be sending them threatening them letters. Ain't nobody there. Ain't nobody there to receive the reply. The desks are empty, my guy. Those desks are no, empty. Honestly, I think that's the funniest part of this crypto wave is seeing people, seeing the crypto bros, be like, yes, we are a serious currency. Take us seriously. And governments around the world are saying, yes, we do take you seriously. And we can tax you now. And they're like, wait, not that. Whoa, 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 whoa. You said the T word? What about the free enterprise? What about this? Hey, 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 calm down here. Yeah, no that 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 has been my favorite part uh, is is older politicians around the world realizing, hey, if y'all are gonna move money this way, we should get a cut of that. Guess and, what? You want cryptocurrency to be a valid currency? Currency gets taxed. And honestly, governments getting involved in taxing cryptocurrency would be the best thing to happen to cryptocurrency because it would prevent things like this from happening because to tax something you have to monitor it and to monitor it you have to have an infrastructure in place to track these things and to have an infrastructure in place it's a bad look but i mean is this a bad look for the people that's doing it right now like oh yeah these tech giants i saw somebody a couple days ago said yeah, you remember all these tech reporters and how they're pushing this crypto? They in on the scam too, y'all. Like y'all forget a lot of these tech reporters is freelancers <laughs> and they selling their stuff out. So like be very careful who you listen to about this shit as well. Yo, say that again back. Cause like a lot of the a lot of these freelancers, not all of them have the moral compass. Cause a lot of our friends are freelancers and our friends are very moral, upright people. A lot of these other freelancers do not have the same moral compass as our friends do. And they will they will sell their words and their tweets to the highest bidder. And the way short, the short, 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 short condensed version on how crypto waves work is a cryptocurrency gets hyped up. 
the hype overinflates the value of the cryptocurrency. It's the same concept that goes behind that goes into hype beast hyping up uh, Supreme. The existence of the thing makes it popular, so people with capital want the thing, and the fact that they have capital and they want the thing makes it valuable. That overinflates the value, and then people say, "Oh, it's very so much money." And the people that started the cryptocurrency liquidate it. And then everybody that invested in it is now taking a loss while the people that created it make off of the bag. That's how crypto waves work. So every now and then you'll see these freelancers say, hey, this is the new hot cryptocurrency. They're in on it. They're getting a cut. Cryptocurrency at its core is a scam. Yep. It is a scam. It is a scam. It is a scam. It was developed on it was developed to conduct transactions on the dark web that could not be traced to conduct illegal activities such as selling drugs, ordering assassinations. Oh my god. Prostitutes. So you I, mean thought, it- I thought I was crazy when I when I thought I'm sorry I, just for a second I thought I was losing my shit when I thought about crypto and thought that it was the same shit from back in the day. No, that's exactly. I thought I was losing my shit. I'm like, this can't be the same thing. It is exactly the same thing. The only difference is now it's out in the open because people realize they can get other people in on the scam to overinflate the value. To when Bitcoin came out in the open and folks realized that they could actually make a profit off of hyping Bitcoin, not necessarily investing in Bitcoin, but hyping Bitcoin, that's when all these other coins started popping up. And it's the, it is the same story every time. So you mean to tell me Matt Damon telling me about Carpe Diem and all that and Semper and all the fives for Crypto.com is, is, in, is in on it? No, there's no way he's in on that shit, no way. I personally trust Tom Brady. I trust I trust Matt Damon. I trust Matt Damon with my life. Just because he takes so, their six minutes I, per football game to tell me about crypto.com. Listen, Matt Damon has one thought in his head. So honestly, I think Matt Damon is a true believer. Tom Brady, con artist. You can Matt look Damon, true believer. Yeah, uh, no, no, no. Matt Damon is very pretty. <laughs> <laughs> and that is it. Tom, Tom Brady is a Tom Brady has the face of a scammer and I kind of love it. He looks like he looks like a cartoon scam. He looks like a cartoon character at this point. Talking Tom about Brady crypto. is a cartoon they, they, scammer. They have like, a commercial where he's like, I'm trading, he's talking about trading. And he's like, No, I'm trading crypto. And that's all he says. I'm just like, you made so much bank. And listen, I don't know. He, the what? He is he is like like there there's always that one like in the old school cartoon like shows like old WB ones there's always that like here let me like you know sell this totally jank item to Wiley E Coyote or Elmer Fudd or any of them and then it's just like walking away like laughing haha I have their mu- that fucking that is fucking Tom Brady I think so. The, the okay. one scam Tom Brady does believe in that he is a true believer in the what's that? Damn. Okay, you remember when Instagram like really started taking off from the the outward facing camera age to the inward facing camera age? Everybody was pushing those T's. I yes. forgot what the T is called. That's the one scam Tom Brady believes well, in. That, yeah, yeah. He says that that kept that keeps him that keep that like, whatever that TB12 juice. Yes. Yeah. That, that that actually he 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 uh, he puts his entire career in playing football at a high level at 44 on the juice and sells that shit. All that TV 12 nonsense, six push-ups, two glasses of juice, no steak on Tuesday evenings, all that shit. He does believe in that shit. Yes. That's his brand. He makes like, millions off that shit. Actually, <laughs> Like 
It would surprise me if he got popped for steroids because he's one of these, I don't want needles touching me. No. I only put natural things in my body kind of guys. Right. Absolutely. I would be shocked and I would probably fall out of my chair laughing. Like, like it, would, every- it would make my entire life if he got caught with steroids. Like throw Rogan? Oh, yeah, he's probably on the juice. Oh, like no, he is. 100. If you're a quarterback over the age of 36, you're probably on that stuff. And I'm not mad at you for being on that stuff. Right? It's football. I don't. You get uh, football, football and baseball, what they demand of quarterbacks Yo. and pitchers. Like, there is literally no physical way to recover from their injuries without steroids. I watched what DC did to possibly one of the greatest pitchers of the generation in one year. They broke that man. Like, they destroyed his shoulder in one year. And I said, that's what pitching does to you? Yes. And people pitch like. Listen, I'm, the injury I'm still recovering from is a professional pitcher's injury. Yeah. Um, oh, if you get Tommy John surgery, it's fine. I'm sorry. My dad loves baseball. That, that, that's one thing he loves. The love of baseball never really transferred to me. But what did transfer to me was I like hanging out with him when he watches baseball. He'll start telling all these old stories. And I love listening to my dad tell stories. When he actually sat down and explained what Tommy John surgery was. And I was like, why would any human being do this? And then go play a sport after. Nigga, when that kid in basketball got the same exact injury I got, which is a pit a professional baseball pitcher's injury and they're like oh he will be back in six months and i went no he's not and everybody else is like oh no he'll be fine i'm like no nigga he will not be back in six months Um, literally cannot recover from it you know what's funny is steroid the steroid scandal had um vilified steroids but human growth hormone which should be legal Given what we do to American athletes and what we require yes. from them, yes. there's no reason why age. Like, if you want to, if you want to make steroids illegal, granted, but why is something that heals our players faster illegal? Like, it got lumped in there and thrown off the cliff. And I don't know why wouldn't we be allowing people to take human growth hormone, given what we put them through, and how, especially if you're playing something like football or baseball, where it can all end shockingly quickly. You can fall off of a cliff. You can't even fake it. Like basketball is a lot of technique and a lot of moving parts where you can go from starter to you can go from starter to second scorer to sixth man to twelfth man to emotional leader to player coach like Udonis Haslam. <laughs> and in football, you get cut. <laughs> you get like cut to, immediately. I would, like speak, I would like to speak for the council of Aaron's real quick. Uh we happen to watch an organization run one of the greatest quarterbacks of our generation down. From one of the greatest to one of the worst arms, and I'm talking about Carson Palmer. Oh yeah, oh yeah, okay. yeah, we, yeah, we him year off, gave him some of that HGH, and I am sure the way he came back, <laughs> that he had five more good years after that. <laughs> My man, like I, I remember when he chose retirement, and oh, I wasn't. I mean, I don't, am I going to go on this tangent? I'm just going to say he chose to retire, and we were all clapping. We were all happy. Was so I mean, happy for him, Speaking dog. truth to power when he retired. I was like, he's like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. And we were all like, go ahead, Carson. Choose yeah, yourself. This was, before, this was before we had the verbiage for it, before it was a thing, before we wanted our athletes to choose better, and they did. He chose better. And I was just like, go ahead. Go ahead, yeah. Carson. Yeah, because they don't care about you. <laughs> nah. 
So, so the bonus segment of this show that we're going to do at the end is I'm going to ask you two how it feels to root for what seems to be a, co- a competently run football organization. Oh, my heart. I can't even think about it. Yeah, you're going to have to let me know if I'm going to yeah. get a glass of water before I'm speak on the Bengals. Um, you can't just spring oh. that on me. So we can do it. We can talk about it, but I'm just going to have you guys are going to have to carry the show. I'm going to have to get a legitimate glass of water and center myself. Well, to, well, while you do while you do that, we're talking about money laundering. We're talking about crypto. Um, we're talking about crypto.com. Okay, so some some wild shit happened, everybody, in like what a couple days. Just repeated wild ass shit. Uh, Justin, help! <laughs> please, please explain the crypto mess because I looked at it and I went. Oh, this sounds really bad. I mean, and funny, but I, I need I need I more explanation it, and context. I find it more funny than bad, but it is also Although, horrific. I mean, because... I mean, not bad for me, right? Say, but like, all of it looks bad and so, really funny. <laughs> so. The, the very condensed history of crypto that I gave, one of the benefits that people laud about crypto is the transactions are inherently untraceable. You can trace it from wallet to wallet, but it is inherently untraceable from person to person. Sounds like a great way to launder money, right? That sounds like the way to launder money. From Gizmodo, hackers launder $15 million stolen from crypto.com using an Ethereum mixer. Now, what is an Ethereum mixer? Okay. What is an Ethereum? Please explain. That's where I got lost. All right. So mixers, the short version on mixers. The blockchain used between wallet to wallet, these mixers. Wait, hold on. What's a blockchain? Blockchain is going to save our democracy, according to Andrew Yang. Um, oh, God. I He said that shit like five years ago, and I was like, oh, my God. Anyone that ever – do not listen to this man. Like, do, All blockchain is, inherently, is a way to secure the identity of a thing, right? So for blockchain and NFTs, it's the serial number. Blockchain for cryptocurrency, it's the wallet. I'm super oversimplifying because I don't feel like getting into like how blockchain actually works, but it's not that oh, deep. Okay. All you need to know is blockchain is the thing that identifies an object. Okay. Right? The how is what makes blockchain special, but at its core, it's just the thing that identifies an object. So uh, if you're familiar with key infrastructure, it's very, 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 very similar to public-private key infrastructure. It is not that, but it operates on a very similar handshake model. What mixers do, and what Ethereum does especially, it scrambles the public key to make it look as though multiple blockchains, multiple public chains represent the same private. So it's impossible to trace which private which private entity is actually making the transaction because we've obscured the public to mix it with several other existing blockchains. Sounds like a great way to launder money. There's like, hey, this money's moving. Where is it moving from? We think between these places, but we can't verify because the public key we have doesn't match any of the private keys on the registry. But the people using it all have it and they could all trace it and all get their money 
So Okay, so Bitcoin is supposed to be more secure, right? Define secure, but no, yeah. no, I, I'm I'm talking talking points, not reality. Yeah, like <laughs> so it's the, supposed to be more secure. Like one of the biggest talking points is Bitcoin is supposed to be more secure, correct? Yes, the 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 selling point for Bitcoin and cryptocurrency in general is blockchain makes it secure because of the end-to-end transfers and your money is safe. The transfers are safe. Nobody can intercept and take your money. But what, people can take your money. Yes, they can take your money. What makes banks secure is they have federal backing. If someone robs a bank, they're not robbing your money. The federal government will replace it. That's what makes banks secure. Not the actual security on the transfers themselves. What makes banks secure is they have the backing of a government that says, hey, if something terrible happens, we will front you the cash so that your people still have money because we understand if a bank falls, a lot of people, because we have built our uh, currency on these banks, if a bank falls, that's bad for a lot of people, and that could crash an economy. So we have mechanisms in place to protect banks that if something happens, like a bank blows up and all the money gets set on fire, they're not losing anything of value. We will front them the cash. That's what makes banks secure. That's what makes banks an actual currency better than cryptocurrency the only thing protecting cryptocurrency is a handshake gentleman's agreement between the two people making the transfer okay that sounds flawless that is is why this shit is a scam (laughs) it's also why it's really easy to rob a rob a system like crypto.com for 15 billion dollars and launder it to a bunch of crypto wallets and make off like bandits the funny thing is this isn't the first time this group has attempted this they tried back in 2019 Almost got caught, then did the same shit again. You would think, you would think after having this happen, normally what happens in InfoSec, when you have an incident, you do your incident response, and you say, hey, this happened. How can we protect against this thing? Crypto.com said, but if we address this thing, it fundamentally undermines our our workflow. Let's just hope it doesn't happen again. Haven't they been, like, also trying to, like, not outwardly say that they lost $15 million? Like, are they saying, like, oh, we didn't lose $15 million. We didn't uh, lose anything. But what did happen was essentially we lost $15 million. They finally admitted it was actually $34 million. That's what they admitted <gasps> to. Oh, yeah. They got oh, guy. No. <laughs> what was that number? $34 million. and they only admitted it because they were getting pressed by like actual financial organizations and the fed showed up like (laughs) if you've listened to me on any podcast platform i am an avid don't snitch advocate do not snitch do not snitch do not snitch when it's the state and local police if the fed show up that's because you're already caught there is no incentive to not snitch when the feds show up. That means you're done. It's over. It's a wrap. When the feds show up and start saying things like Rico, okay, well. And it's been done, though, right? Like, it's not even like it's an option. It's been done for like two years, and they just let you cook. Yes. Like T.I., the reason why the feds haven't gone after T.I. yet is because let me go look at this. Because last I looked, the U.S. federal government, the federal government, not states, the U.S. federal government had something like a 97% conviction rate. <laughs> like, if, if the feds come after you because that's the Department of Justice, they do. 
They can't take the L. Exactly. They, they literally afford. cannot afford to take the L. Good luck. So they, they will do everything in their power to ensure. But that sounds like what crypto is like, Bitcoin and all that. That's what it's supposed to do. Yes. It's supposed to get tricked. Yes. Like, I don't want, I, I guess maybe a little bit, maybe because of my age, you know, like coming in and experiencing the internet from the very beginning. I guess a lot of these folks don't remember that phase, right? Like, think about how nerdy you had to be in the very beginning to know what the fuck crypto was. So now that it's coming back around, everybody's thinking it's good. And a lot of nerds is like, hey, this is bad. Please back away. Right. I, I literally, I, I, didn't, I hadn't heard about crypto until Bitcoin. And, um, because you weren't supposed to. Like, you ain't been doing no dirtbag stuff on the internet. I mean, to no. tell you the truth. No. No. I, I, I just... I mean, I'm not either, just to be clear. Just don't. Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Growing up the way we did on the internet, I was exactly. like, dirtbag, but I am dirtbag adjacent. Exactly. You see, you just happen to, like, you in the same chat rooms with, to figure out how to get the stuff if you need to. Like, it just happened that way. Nah, wouldn't me. Yeah, you knew to watch I out. I was in a different part of the internet that was not great, but not that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was in online browser game land and, and game forums. Yo, remember Neopets? I do. Uh, what do you mean? It's still around. Go to Neopets.com right now. That, that's what tripped me out. Neopets is still around. I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember my. I almost. I tried to get my email to remember what my email was just to see. Like, let me gift my Neopets to my daughter. <laughs> like, <what>? my, <laughs> well, so okay, we're we're here, we're here. My nephew, well, my nephew is into Roblox. Oh, hey, okay. Talk to me about it, cause my kid almost there. Let me know what's going on. Okay. If. To my parents, uncle, to my parents, my uncles, my aunties, my, I do not know what the NB equivalent to aunt and uncle is. I feel like I've asked this question before, but my brain has forgotten it. But to all people that are in a authoritative or parental role involving children, um, Roblox is, it started off as a Minecraft clone. And then people realized you could mod it and publish those mods and host those mods and basically make your own games. And it is the wild, wild west out there. If your child is interested in Roblox, you need to be you need to be monitoring the Roblox activity because there's no way to stop them. Roblox doesn't stop you from interacting with the modded content on its own. Yeah. yeah. So That's you have to have you have to be actively involved to prevent your ch your the the children in your life from interacting with that modded content. Some of it is harmless, like there's a DDR clone that my nephew really likes. Um, that's fucking precious and keep and, in mind, these kids are making some of these like, yeah. you know, it's like a lot of these kids are making the games themselves and getting screwed out of money because they're not getting published the right way as well like you well, might be owed some money that that we could do an entire show around that but yes the, the, these kids are creating the games and because of the publishing model they're doing labor and not receiving compensation um but some of the games are, you know what? 
no, uh, go to YouTube and look up Squid Games Roblox. That's the one my daughter came home talking about, and I was fucking livid. Because Yo. I had no, I had my kid had no idea about Squid Games. We don't do that in this house. You know, like we don't, I'm not exposing her to anything like that yet. She ate. Bruh, she came on talking about Squid Game and going like, we played Squid Games at school because they played on Roblox. And I was like, what? Oh, no. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so there's that. There's a GTA clone mm-hmm. with Roblox. And on the one level, I am impressed at the level of sophistication and programming that went into build this thing. But on the other hand, it's like 10 and 12-year-olds playing this shit, talk about hitting the block, rolling up on the ops, hitting the re-up, and I'm like, oh, yeah, no, it can't be this. It can't be this. Especially when you have no idea what you're really talking about. (laughs) Right, right. I'm like, no, it can't be this. Nope, 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 nope. Yeah. Yeah, I found that out the hard way. She's been wanting me to start her account, and I can't bring myself to do it, man. I'm like, because we play real, first of all, we play real video games in this house. I'm like, listen, you got all these games over here you can play anytime you want to go play some Roblox. Absolutely fucking not. (laughs) Minecraft, 100% safer. I'm not even kidding. Yes. That's wild. Minecraft is 100% safer. Yes. Bake, you get me, Bacon. You get me. Yes. I, I've spent a lot of time in Minecraft. It even is. after Microsoft bought it. And that's a that's a statement. It is a true statement, too. That is that is a motherfucking statement right that, there. That's where we are. That's where wow. we are. Wow. Okay. Um Roblox is the new dark web. I'm, it really is. I'm looking at it now. It, okay. I mean, yeah. I am looking for a specific Roblox video. A specific one. And actually, you know what? I think I can find it on YouTube. Because it was a tweet. But I think I can find it on YouTube. Um, yeah, no. It, it is wild out there, y'all. It, it, is, it is wild. Jonathan came. Because, again, his cousins play it. So he was like, oh, I want to play Roblox. I'm like, yeah, you can play Minecraft instead. He's <laughs> like, oh, okay, that, that works. So, okay. This 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 is Jonathan's gaming experience. His favorite his favorite games. He loves Sonic, but he loves Sonic Advance and Sonic Two. Those are his good two man. favorite Sonics. Good man. Okay, that's it. Those are good choice. Yeah, not bad. Um, he kind of likes Sonic Adventure Two, but he really just likes running around the city and like exploring stuff. He doesn't actually like playing. He's just like, oh, this is a nicely built city. Let me explore. Valid. Um, he likes Madden. Because Nickelodeon has done this insidious thing where they market the NFL to children. Bro, those Nickelodeon games are wild as hell. I was watching the Cowboys games. Yo, it's insidious. Wait, also, what? Prime Cannon's be coming out, bro. They have they have a Nickelodeon. There's a simulcast um, where the Nickelodeon will simulcast an NFL game with its own announcers for the pro for the um, process allowing um, explaining the game of football to children. Because um, I think it's Gen Z kids don't watch football. And there's a growing swath of kids whose parents are like, no. And the kids kids themselves are now old enough to be like, fuck no. So now they're sliding in behind them (laughs) by putting on Nickelodeon branded football games where they're real zany and the slime monsters. And there's also an explanation of football for five-year-olds and six-year-olds. 
Like, yes. That's brilliant. <laughs> and that, that little kid, young Dylan, he is going to be a star forever. 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 He's going to make so like, much money. Tyler Perry. Also, Tyler Perry has a deal with Nickelodeon producing, like, kid shows. Yo. Nagerlodeon is back. Like, they, they brought back the Nagers for Nickelodeon. Yeah, oh, buddy. wow. Nickelodeon desperate. It might as well be Alfie all over again. Let's bring oh them all back. Oh, my God. Cousin Skeeter, or Cousin Scoot, let's go. Let's go. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Tyler Perry has a deal with Nickelodeon. Yes. I never thought I would hear that. Like that young Dylan show, the the other one where it's like this little black girl has an app and her app comes to life and it's another little black girl and they do little black girl things for 30 minutes and it's funny and hilarious. So hey, cute. if you love your babies, let them watch Cartoon Network, all right? <laughs> let them go watch Craig of the Creep, all right? Yo! That Did you see the Halloween the- episode? Yes. You see when, they, when the parent was dressed up as Urkel with Missy Elliott? Bruh, tell me. We saw Yo, it. I knew this- Craig of the Creek was it. When they did the cameo, yes, song yeah. complete with the cod, the the fanny pack is the cod piece. I was like, oh no, this show is special. It's a show for eight year olds. <laughs> oh, the, the the family reunion with the Chino Arnold, um, Lil Rel. I was like, oh, y'all snuck a black ass show on the Cartoon Network and just didn't tell people it was a black ass show. Got it. Got it. That was a famous uh, ADD space uh, tangent there. I mean, it is ADD space. So. No, the, the show is entirely built around m- multiple tangents at the same time because I cannot stay on topic to save my life. I'm going to look up and see. <laughs> man, man, the Bengals about to be that Nickelodeon game. I'm willing to guarantee you that's how fate would have it. I'm looking it up. You can't you can't say that. <laughs> Listen, I'm just letting you know about the watch that Bengals game. Uh, the watch party's about to be on Nickelodeon with them slime monsters emerging from the see, center of the See, I, I can't have that because y'all are playing my team and Jonathan, because daddy roots for that team, says I would root for that team. I've warned Jonathan. I said, You don't want this pain in your life, son. This, 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 is, this is nothing but pain and suffering. This only ends one way. You do realize who you're talking to over here, right? I <laughs> We are going to, all right, speaking of football, we're going to send a man that broke his foot two months ago out there in a football game. How else? Sorry, I'm still, I'm still reeling from throw Rogan disappointment. <laughs> I love throw. I don't know I'm who like, I got that from. Bless I, you, whoever I got throw Rogan for from. For people who don't know who throw Rogan is, the greatest white man betrayal in <laughs> modern history <laughs> he did turn he did do it fucking <laughs> aaron Rodgers. Mm. <laughs> he did a full heel turn at the, the last minute like 100 percent. he was straight he was there he he was the he was he was the white man of the nfl the up the upstanding white man and somehow he is now less respected than Brett Favre, and I don't know how the fuck that happened. He was the, or why he thought that would be a good idea. He he was the face of white male empathy for a bit because he was like, "Fuck this organization for cutting all these upstanding young men who I want to raise. These are my boys. These are my players. My teammates. You sons of bitches." 
I'm tired of this sport. I'm out of here. I'd rather retire. The face of empathy for two months. Because his boy got cut and they didn't tell him. And he was like, well, fuck this place. That was my friend. And then they said, wait, is that is that Aaron Rodgers music? <laughs> he's he came down the aisle like oh shit full disclosure aside from bacon being a packers fan he is my favorite player in the league he was so I, I yeah. like, no. my, remember when it was the summer where cops just could not help them like cops kill niggas all the time but there was one summer where they just like the nigga death rate from cops exponentially increased that summer aaron Rodgers was like yo cops are wild and we we're like oh my god Aaron Rodgers gets it. Nope. Aaron Rodgers is the white man that we all thought Tom Brady was. Tom Brady's just smart enough to not say it out loud. No, his, no, he's got a wife. His wife jams him the fuck up. All the time. You can tell. Sel Bunchin knows what's up. She tells his her dumbass husband to shut it. Don't. <laughs> she be taking his phone. She be, be, be hitting up his friend. She be like, please, can I go to this dinner? Absolutely not. Let me go to this car show. Nope, it's just a game of golf. Get the fuck back in the car, Tom. Get the fuck back Wait in the car. Get out of the NFL. The fuck is wrong with you? Uh, Aaron Rodgers yeah. lacks that support system. Aaron Rodgers <laughs> got COVID. And everybody's getting COVID. You know, okay. Aaron Rodgers wasn't vaccinated. He was immunized. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Isn't that a passive buff? Isn't that a passive buff in an RPG that doesn't count as vaccination? And this nigga was openly, openly was like, no, nah, I went to Joe Rogan and tried the fucking horse medicine. <laughs> I, I can't pronounce it. And what, the invector? Yeah, the Iver, it's ivermectin, isn't it? Ivermectin, yeah. Yes. Nigga, I cannot. <laughs> the horse medicine. And I it was just like, no. First it was like, and it came out in like a series of announcements over the week. It was Aaron Rodgers got got COVID. And I'm like, oh fuck, no, no. I hope he's who okay. Did, who did that to Aaron Rodgers? Who did that to Aaron Rodgers? And then it turns out Aaron I'm like, oh, that's a breakthrough case. It's un, you know, unfortunate. Aaron Rodgers was never vaccinated. Um, excuse the what? He was lying. Aaron Rodgers refused vaccination. Um, excuse the fuck what? He lied about that shit. He lied. Lied, and then immediately when folks were like, of course, went after him. He's just like, I have nothing against the vaccine. I just don't think people should be forced to be vaccinated. Any and some... then it just progressively got worse. And then he's out here wearing my body, my choice. My, my favorite thing is he, he, what was it? The thing he says, I've heard some bad things about the vaccine. So I thought I'd do my own research. <laughs> That's a, that should be on a shirt in and of itself. I heard some bitch on the front. I heard some bad things about the vaccine. And now, now he's literally sporting cancel culture sweatshirts. Yeah. I was just like, I was just like the greatest white betrayal. That is the whitest thing possible to do something. It was, it was a whole ass thing. It was just like, and this is after years of like, you know, Aaron Rodgers being like the okay, Aaron Rodgers is the one white guy. It's a like the one. How do you my goddamn quarterback? I didn't even. Fuck. I wasn't leaning on him too hard. I was just like, he seems alright. Like all white people, like we ain't leaning. Ain't here's the deal. 
If you're white, we're not leaving. N- niggas that you know ain't leaning on you too hard. We just out here hoping. We just don't need. Just don't put on the Blue Lives Matter face mask and shirt. That's all we're asking you to do. Just say nothing. Most of the time, we'll get you through with more friends. You'll make friends by saying nothing more often than not. That's all we were doing. We're like, all right. I think that white man. I think I could root for that white man to succeed playing quarterback. He's mighty efficient. I enjoy watching him play. Good for me and him. That's as far as it went. And he ruined that shit. How the hell? This like that's like Drew Brees. But Drew, so this is the thing about Drew Brees though. He doubled back and was like, "Wait a minute, hold up, hold up, hold on." That's not what I meant. And I think Drew Brees was on some. Well, he said, oh, yeah. "He said yeah. something." No, no, Aaron Rodgers leaned all the yeah. fucking way in. Aaron right. Rodgers is all on the some. way in. He's on some. Let me tell you about my opinion. Drew Brees. Drew Brees is in New Orleans. A situation where he's surrounded. These are rich white men. So he's surrounded by rich white men, and he said something to rich white men that they should see right. keep private. And then he opened that window, and it was just niggas as far as the eye could see on his team. Off his team, work in the stadium, everywhere, every store, every grocery store, coffee shop, niggas. He's like, oh shit, New Orleans, fuck. All right, <laughs> shit. <laughs> and he rolled that all the way back. He was like, the only white people here are in this room. So, yes. Yes. So, yeah, um, Aaron Rodgers went all the way in. Still in. He's still in now. He is. He, he had is. an article come out today. Talking about my, my my opinion, my my choice, or some shit like that. At least Kyrie Irving didn't lie about it. Kyrie Irving, that was like. At least Kyrie Irving straight up said, "I'm not doing it." Kyrie Aaron Irving Rogers, was magical about it. Right. Aaron Rodgers lied and tried to be sneaky. Kyrie just said, "I ain't doing it." Now the thing you is, find me, then find me. If, if you're not gonna let me play, I'm not gonna play. But I'm not gonna do it. So that's the thing. So the 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 the, the title, the the race for most insufferable player of the year, is a two horse race now. It's just Aaron Rodgers and Kyrie Irving. The problem is now. I'm wondering because Kyrie Irving made a the, Aaron Rodgers made an incredible push. He emerged as a dark horse insufferable player of the year candidate. Kyrie had it in the bag, and then Aaron Rodgers emerged from nowhere to become the most insufferable player. But at the end of the day, we have a problem here. Because, because the Packers could still win the Super Bowl. Now, Kyrie is infinitely more capable of tanking the next season, being a part-time player for a $500 million roster, specifically signed to win the championship right fucking now. But Aaron Rodgers could still conceivably take the Packers to the Super Bowl, which is the wrinkle in it. You can't and win MVP. Right. So he could be insufferable, but you can't be insufferable unless you fuck it all up. And that's the thing. What is it? When I, and I'm asking you, what matters more? Fucking it up in the middle or fucking it up at the end? Because the Nets are invariably going to lose in the playoffs because their second best player is part-time. Part-time. He only plays in road games. I don't know if you know that, Bacon. Kyrie Irving only plays in road games because he's not legally allowed to play. In Brooklyn, and you and and he's not played without proof of vaccination, so he plays only road games <laughs> at home, where they will likely get home throughout the playoffs. Right, they are the best team in the Eastern Conference, I believe. They will have home court <laughs> advantage right up into the NBA Finals if they make it there. So their best player will not play in huge chunks of the play of their games in the playoffs, and that's what I'm wondering about because Aaron Rodgers is still very good. The Packers could still make the Super Bowl. They could still conceivably lose to the Bengals in four scintillating quarters. 
it could happen. I'm rooting for the Bengals. We are all rooting for the Bengals. But it, nobody's rooting for the Bengals. And that's what I'm rooting against my own team. Right. And that's what I'm wondering about. Like what matters more in terms of being the most insufferable player? The end result? Because Aaron Rodgers is way more annoying now than Kyrie Irving, who's been consistently insufferable for four years. Like everything he's doing is on brand. His brand is so strong. <laughs> But Iron Rodgers came out of nowhere to be huge dick and disappoint thousands of people. <laughs> Just disappoint thousands of people all at once, including family members. I know some family members are like, come on, man. Oh, no, it's bad. Like, like all of Green Bay is like, fuck, man. And Green Bay doesn't even go like that. No, they're not. It's not a liberal. It's not a widely liberal no, place. No, and even Green Bay is just like, fuck, Come man, on, man. Right. right. Like, like, even fucking Green Bay. Green Bay don't go there. Green Bay is not liberal. Green Bay doesn't give a fuck about niggas. No. That's what I'm saying. Green Bay doesn't give a fuck about anybody. And they're like, Aaron Rodgers, how could you? And that's, and that's what I mean. That, that type of overall splash where you can turn generally a conservative place like Green Bay. And they're like, could you please, could you please stop? But Joe Rogan's not a doctor, Aaron. Please stop. <laughs> and we don't, it's. It's an it's this is a developing story. We'll return to this, but the the race this is the tangent might require its own show, literally its own program, on the whole total sports program about who is the most insufferable player of the year. It's still it we have we have some time. I'm just throwing that out there. It's it's serious. You brought but again. Up he supports cryptocurrency. Aaron Rodgers. Ro Rogan supports cryptocurrency. Of course he does. God, I hate him so much. I mean, he's got some strong opinions in general about the currency in America, okay? You just got to sit down for a minute and listen to him. He's done his research, I tell you. Oh Joe, my God. Oh Joe Rogan's system of bringing, because that's the thing, like, you get someone like Donald Trump who doesn't listen, says what he wants. Joe Rogan has a very nuanced system of bringing experts in to talk to him and ignoring them. That system right there is the dream. Like, Donald Trump sounds like an idiot, but imagine for a nation of free thinkers, of white folks who really want to be able to make stuff up like their daddies did. You have a guy, famous guy, bringing all manner of scientists and professionals, statisticians, everybody. And be like, well, I don't know, man. That is the American, that's what Joe Rogan, that's the power of Joe Rogan. He is an inspiration to so many, so many problematic people and i hate the formula it really does work like saturday morning cartoons he he talks to people who are smarter than him and says well i don't know and then goes his own way and that is the dream people on twitter people on facebook family members coworkers. that is the dream that is why you hear it more and more you're like well you know here are some facts and they go well i don't know man i don't know how we got here with the fear factor host i don't know how <laughs> fear factor host came all the way wait he's fear factor yes nigga i've been sitting here trying to figure out where this non-nigga came from he's fear factor he was the fear factor host everything makes sense now we've allowed everyone to um drive in every lane now in 2022 i would trust i would trust the guy that did the the jobs every week where he went to test the difference i would trust him over joe rogan because that dude is actually working somebody's job every week. 
Right. He's at least, at least trying. Yes, Joe Rogan. His entire brand is built on um, disagreeing with professionals. And um, it has inspired millions of Americans to disagree with professionals. And here we are. <laughs> with, um, with a record number of Americans disagreeing with professionals at the worst possible time to disagree with professionals of our lives. It will never be worse unless Godzilla emerges from the Pacific. It, be, it will not be. And even then, it probably won't be worse because Godzilla is a known quantity. We may possibly, sort of, kind of, maybe acknowledge Godzilla, the leading professional in the field of Godzilla, as he lasers a building in San Francisco in half on camera. Maybe. Possibly. Australia was on fire like last year? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, that happened. I mean, did you know that an island off the coast of New Zealand, well, you know, Tonga basically exploded. Yes. Well, oh, yeah. it's actually, it's actually a volcano. Yeah. Is that next to the island of floating trash that's out in the Pacific? Because no. Oh, no, 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 no. Tonga's was fine. Uh, actually, co- was COVID free? There's actually kind of an issue because Tonga's been like COVID free this entire time. Um, but now, like New Zealand wants to like you know send support and supplies and they're just like but there's a pandemic and y'all aren't covid free that's real and uh but however one of the biggest uh it is also a location of one of the like you know a massive global um uh shipping facility and that no longer exists so sorry about your shipping delays the global supply chain continues to be fucked Ah. And, also, here, and here I was thinking um, my PlayStation 5 didn't arrive. Erica got their hands on a PlayStation 5. Didn't arrive because Microsoft was trying to one-up us. But um, apparently it is the destruction of an entire chunk of the planet. Fair enough. Fair I, mean, enough. I mean, there's a new island that popped up because that's what happens when volcanoes in the ocean go off. Yeah. Well, congratulations on Earth for the new island. Congratulations. <laughs> Um, before we move on to, um, extremely, oh my God news, um, I will have to, I have to bring this up because we were talking about NFTs, uh, Shonen Jump scared the entire anime section of the internet for a good day. And backed off that, man. That's, that's that was manager. some of the funniest shit I have seen in my life. Um, so. uh, Shonen Jump posted a tweet saying, soon you'll be able to show your Shonen Jump love in a whole new way. Exciting announcement tomorrow with, like, you know, picture of Luffy being Luffy. It it was a a generic announcement tweet, but because of the climate, everyone was like, oh, fuck, Shonen Jump NFTs. Because, granted, to be fair, there has been, like, an increasingly large number of a variety of companies and uh, uh, publishers and businesses that we love to partake their products of going NFTs, everybody. We're really excited. And so Shonen Jump's like, we've got a new announcement. And everybody's like, fuck, no, Shonen Jump is getting into NFTs. No. Man, that social media manager had to go back in the office. Like, hey, man, y'all listen, can fix this shit. I don't listen, know. The, the same day. It was the same day. They had to post a reply tweet. It was, let me see how many hours apart it was. Okay, 11.05 a.m. my time. And then it was like 2, 
41 p.m. my time was the follow-up tweet saying, it's not NFT, smiley face. (laughs) We are not doing NFTs, everybody. It was merch. Like, they just, they they, they wanted to announce some merch. They just wanted to announce merch. Like, hey, it's not NFTs. We're not, we're not foolish, guys. Come on now. (laughs) also some really good looking merch and it's got and it's featured on niggas so i will be that, purchasing that was what got me i was like <laughs> oh you got niggers for your models <laughs> sorry, exclusively niggers sorry uh justin your niggers uh verb bridge that is uh new to me is with the umlaut no okay with so, the umlaut is probably my favorite thing in existence oh right yeah now. no absolutely i don't know what the movie is but amanda sambler was in a movie where they were playing opposite of a German gentleman who was a Nazi. And it was, oh, the Nazi falls in love with the black person. And the Nazi introduces them to jazz. And the manless character says, is this nigger music? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) It's the funniest guy. I have no, you know what? No, I can find that scene. I can find that scene. Okay. Um, it is the it has been bringing me joy to my internet experience, and it's also great because the algorithm doesn't even try to pick it up. Not like it was picking up a nigga anyway. The Facebook algorithm has been picking up everything but that word. Yes. I have been specifically using that word all over Facebook, and the Facebook algorithm has not picked up. No. Has it picked up on? I'm gonna the I will beat your ass, but like in clearly a joking manner. Yes. Yes. Has it picked up on anything that's not even threatening? It actually caught me for using the word bitch. I watch that language. I said it was me, bitches. I said it's me. I'm bitches, and then I got flagged, and I'm like, what? Real toxic. <laughs> Am I when is it happening? But that word's not flagged. Been opening anything openly. Not an issue apparently on Facebook's algorithm, which is very strange. Um, wonder why that is. Uh so in giant announcements, I'm gonna do yeah, no, we're just going to do it this way. So in other, like, giant internet-shattering, world-shattering announcements, uh, Microsoft has purchased Activision for $70 billion, which is slightly more than half of what Activision made last year. Because Activision has lost a lot of money. I don't... So... I don't think in my lifetime I would have ever thought we would get here. Like, pe- people don't understand. Do you understand? Like, I had to tell my friend yesterday because I, I messaged him. I was like, look, dog, this is a lot for PlayStation. Like, just to let you know, just this went down. He was like, oh, that's not a big deal. 75 million. I said, no, 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 no. That's a B, brother. That's a B. Microsoft bought Activision for $70 billion. Biggest acquisition in Microsoft history. 
remember when we had um, said years ago, when we were started seeing that Microsoft was not really worried about the console war as much as the content war. We had actually also said settled that um, once they settled their uh, Game Pass infrastructure um, and sorted out, you know, uh, the Microsoft store, the delivery system, how the consoles are going to be organized, sold and all that, that they were going to go back to acquiring things. Like they tried with the Xbox 360 where they tried to buy all these companies to bank all these games and it didn't work out. It was too costly. Then they stopped and they got rid of it and started over slowly. And we had said, well, once they're settled in, they're going to go back to acquiring things so that they can put all they can put this ship that they built to use. And um, they exceeded any and all expectations. As a person who was very pleased that they own like Ninja Theory so I could play Hellblade 2. They went and detonated that entire. Pre- they went and detonated the entire premise, and um, went massive, and bought Activision. They bought everything. They, bought- they literally bought half of everything. They own Activision now. The coolest part about this to me is that they now have, um, they have Activision's mobile gaming. Uh, like the the part of Activision that makes mobile gaming, and that is the money maker under Activision. Yep. Candy Crush. They, Candy they Crush. Own Candy Crush. Um, the possibility of any amount of Candy Crush operating at any discount via Game Pass. Like I said, the amount of people, the shocking amount of people that would be mobilized. Well, it's more than just that. So Microsoft doesn't have a mobile doesn't have like any real mobile gaming. Right. Mobile gaming brings in obscene amounts of money. Uh, Microsoft now has a mobile gaming division. Ah. So this is This the- goes beyond Game Pass. Microsoft has a mobile gaming division now. Bacon, but I I'll turn it back around for Game Pass. No, no. With Game Pass being multi-platform, yes. this does bring other stuff. But again, Microsoft doesn't care about make like, yes, there's Game Pass. But where Microsoft's going to be making more money is by people not using Game Pass. I don't know, though. I think, I think all of because... No, no, no. Because people are paying full price, not Game Pass. But they're only. But the, the only thing I, I would to say against that though is they're not getting that consecutive money every month. They're not getting that Netflix subscription versus that one time seventy dollar purchase or fifty or sixty whatever they pay for. Right, but the, the the subscription is one thing. The subscription is one thing, but that's that's if you're in the Microsoft ecosystem, you may or may not be doing a subscription. But they also have a variety of deals on their subscriptions. Like right now, my subscription is literally a dollar. Mm-hmm. Um, they for every game Microsoft game that is purchased on PC or mobile or a Sony platform that is not through Game Pass, they get the full amount of that money. No, well, they if it's if it's not sold in their store though, like I'm thinking about long term, right? So like I'm thinking about, and I'm I'm, I'm not first of all I'm not arguing with you at all. Like, you're absolutely right. What I, my original point was, they're going to use those mobile game makers and free them up to do things on the Game Pass app as well. 
because that they already have the Game Pass app, which is such oh no, they're just gonna fold it into the Game Pass. Like they they won't even they're not even gonna have them just working on Game Pass. They're just gonna put the game on Game Pass. Right. No, absolutely. I was just saying they're gonna use some of that creativity to maybe make something that's like a hybrid of both. Right. Like because you got these mobile makers. You're giving them this whatever budget. Well, well they'll just do. They'll probably just do what they do, like right now with PC. There are some games on Game Pass that are PC only. Right. There are some games on my on Xbox that are Xbox only. There are some that are on all available platforms, and mm. like I would be surprised if Candy Crush isn't going to be on all platforms. Well, yeah. Well. And that shit is designed to be disgustingly addictive and frustratingly addictive. It's amazing. Some brilliancy went into that mobile game. I'm, um, I'm excited to play Candy Crush on game. Uh, it's a lot of fun. And you're gonna start saying fuck chocolate for I used to play just like it. a lot of people. I used to play it and then I found Subway Surfer and then I just got off of everything. And then I, I, I subway surfed it and then it's been years since I've played a mobile game with any regularity. Listen. I'm terrified. Your mobile game stories and usage terrify me, which is why I'm a little terrified of the medium. Like I already have enough games. I I just don't need a game. At I my, I just I just play I just play romance albums. I games. understand. I hear you. I'm still terrified. I I understand. I've seen you playing three separate games on three separate consoles before in front of you. I've seen you on your phone. I've seen you on your Switch. I've seen you on. I've seen you playing on your PC before. I've seen it in person. I draw the line at mobile mobile games just because. But if Games Pass is all of a sudden going to have a whole mobile division, then that's dirty because then it's a bunch of games that are just going to be sitting there on my machine. I didn't ask for them. I didn't ask for this shit. It's going to be rude. And then I will blame you. Game Pass is on your phone. It's your fault, Bacon. <laughs> I, still haven't gotten that, I still haven't gotten that $20 for Castlevania either, but that's neither here nor there. Please continue with uh, the news story. Please continue with the news story, Bacon. Um, the sorry, I cannot remember what they're called right now, and I'm a terrible person. All of the activists who've been, um, you know, jumping in under to under Activision's reign to try and get uh Kotick um pushed out, which that man is not going to be there very long. Um. Regardless of whatever agreement they decided on, he will not be there, even though he is currently Kotek's going to be like in kept in place until the you know transition is finalized. Uh, there's probably a lot of legal reasons for that, probably when signing over the company, but I can guarantee he's not going to be there the entire the full term, and he is going to get gutted. Um, but the Workers who have been gathering together and pushing for um, better workplace conditions have said that their goals aren't changed and that they are still going to continue to push for um, improvement regardless of who is in charge, which is fantastic. Um, it's going to be interesting because Microsoft has not historically been great at all towards uh unionization so that's going to be interesting to see how that unfolds um i'm curious about that because they had to know going in about that right like mm -hmm. it's no it's no way they don't analyze that going in 
I can tell you that the last several groups that unionized under Microsoft were all laid off. No, absolutely. No, I'm not denying anything you're saying. I'm just saying, I wonder if they took that into account as a PR hit. Because, you know, they're trying to do this good guy thing, right? Uh, They immediately updated their terms of, like, their rules and harassments and company policies. Um, They did a massive overhaul on it and just released that. So, right. I don't. I just. I don't know what direction they're going. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not. I. I do not know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Microsoft normally does not. When when Microsoft takes over a company, um, since they've had new leadership, the older leadership was totally into micromanaging and getting all up in uh, uh, whoever they ate's business, which is part of the issue between Microsoft and Bungie. Um, but under like their new leadership and Xbox's new leadership, that has uh, not been the case. They've been just kind of like, you can continue to do your own thing here. Um, I do. N- I strongly feel in this case that is not going to be how it's going to be done. I have a feeling they're going to go through and do some extensive house cleaning. What that house cleaning looks like, couldn't tell you. But they are not going to fuck around legally. Nope. Um. They are not going to be taking any legal liabilities. So, but again, have no idea what that's going to look like. Um, we will have to see. Uh, Justin, what are your thoughts? Jesse. I have, like, just listening and reading what went down. One, I didn't realize Activision was down that bad. Yes. Oh yeah. Like yes. this, this is a Discovery buys Warner Brothers kind of down bad situation. Yes, they were. I'm. I am positive that Activision entirely was going to fold. Yep. So. And I don't. I don't mean like break up into multiple different companies, like and start over as like multiple different. I mean completely just fold. So that's one piece of this it's just like wow i didn't realize activision was like that was struggling like that because for all of the faults of the blizzard division call of duty is still hot in these streets or so i thought but i Mm -mm. guess Mm -mm. i guess it wasn't as hot in these streets as i thought it was they uh they um they were entirely being held together by their mobile uh gaming division yeah Mm -hmm. which is that that is not a sustainable business model uh It is and isn't, but yes. <laughs> it would be well, if they didn't bring out Call of Duty. So, if they didn't bring it out every single year, it would be. Yeah, like you, you cannot be a company of that size, have that many air quote triple A projects, and only be sustained by your mobile division. Like, oh that, yeah, that's what you're saying. Yes, yeah. no, mm, like, oh, no, that's un- yeah. that is unsustainable. <laughs> yes, that is unsustainable. Sorry, um, no, no, I'm caught. Ha- I. I know that you understand how much money mobile gaming makes, but I'm used to talking with people who do not understand how much money mobile gaming is. No, mo- mobile gaming is a oh, huge yeah. industry. Oh yeah, I wasn't that. Yeah, I was like, that. like people talk so much shit about mobile gaming and about casual gaming, but I am. This is where the money is. In in every industry, the casual is where the money is. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's where your profit is. Yeah. Take any take wrestling sports fashion the way you make your money 
the hardcore maybe your base but your profit comes from the casual people just looking in and say hey that thing's cool let me drop some cash on it mm-hmm. and um, your goal is to make the casuals get hooked and that going back to nickelodeon that's why that nfl shit is insidious you're getting a generation of children hooked on the nfl and they're gonna love the shit and then they're going to grow up to be NFL fans, and now you've hooked an entire generation into your product, and that it, you're turning casuals into long-term um, consumers. It's like drugs. Yeah, you got your crackheads, but really, the profit comes in. The people are just like, hey, man, I, 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 just, need, I just need a little bit. All right, cool. First, here's your first hit, and then they keep coming back and coming back, and Like mobile gaming and drugs, like it, it very similar <laughs> market strategy. The funny part is, is you're not wrong. <laughs> anyway, continue. <laughs> no, that 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 was it. Um, I, again, I'm just shocked that Activision was Warner Brothers out here. Like, I get why Warner Brothers was down bad. That is, anyone with eyes could see that that was going to end poorly for everyone involved. I am shocked that Activision was able to keep how much they were struggling under wraps to people not like nose deep in the industry. I'm wondering, and I know their stock drops significantly, but mm-hmm. I I do believe this last year, Bobby Kotick and all this shit coming out dropped. It tanked that stock uh, even more than it was before Call of like Call of Duty coming out and. Tr- being trash and then all that shit with Coda coming out back to back to back to back. Also, the the WoW expansion was terrible. Oh, and the WoW, yes, and and Shadowlands was awful. Apparently, there there wasn't there wasn't a product that Activision had put out that was good. And some of the stories, like the problem was, it wasn't just like one or two horrifying stories coming out of Activision. It was like fucking books coming out about they they were in are because lawsuits don't end um they are in multiple lawsuits listen the government won them (laughs) no the there are two different state agencies and the federal government so like i was shocked different lawsuits all of them so i'm just curious what microsoft does with that p like they cannot afford to fuck this up PR-wise because if they go out and try and, like, buy another company after this, which I don't think they can. I think I don't think they need to. Yeah, yeah I think this is it for a while. I think they're good for a while. Um, but They also haven't really eaten a lot of people for a while. Oh, yeah. No, they haven't. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, But their games, their game studios are so diverse now that they can, I don't, think like layoffs there's going to be layoffs we we know that's going to happen and mergers it just happens right consolidation is the <laughs> phrase that well uh, they're that full, your boy used so they're full they're putting activision under xbox game studios which is microsoft's game publisher right um and so that's gonna be re- and it, so that means everybody's gonna an- answer to phil spencer which makes me happy i i i well I will publicly say so far, Phil Spencer has not done to Aaron Rodgers yet, and I'm very happy about that. God, I will Please, cry. I, I, will, I, I, I will actively I, cry. I, I, I'm like, 
He is like the last bastion of Pacific of like of like wealthy white man right now. <laughs> and just don't say anything. it's not even like I really trust him. Oh no, I don't trust him at all. Just, <laughs> he Again, ain't said nothing wrong. Right. We don't lean on we don't lean on white folks like that. Just like no, I said, no. we ain't no, leaning I on them. We're just like you putting out you you doing it good, Phil. That's where we're at. Well, you doing good, Phil. Keep it I up. See you, Gord. I see you, I see you, Good job, Philip. Good job, Philip. Like, like I see you buying these studios, not laying people off. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> That's about it. I mean, That's about all we got. Yeah. Not all he's got to do is follow through. Clean house. Um, Can we talk about these games real quick? How many games? Listen, I put in there in the chat like a poster of just, and don't even think about the unannounced games, right? I'm not even thinking about that. Just the games that got announced. It's like 30 fucking games on here that's supposed to come out within the next three to five years. And they're all different, all different genres, all different studios. Some of them are out right now. Like, I remember me and Aaron played Grounded, what, a year ago now, when Game Pass first came out. A year or two ago. Mm -hmm. That game has changed so much. That is a perfect example of a Game Pass game. Because they added 4K and 60 frames a second to that game, yeah. and it looks like a totally different thing uh, than what started. And it's just a team of, like, 30 people, you know? So, like, you got Avowed coming out. I forgot about that. That's Obsidian. You know, you got Sea of Thieves still making money. All Cosmetics. Forza just came out. Fable. I forgot they announced Fable. Like, it's just so many games. I'm, I'm like the with. one Fable fan who's excited for Fable. Oh, no. No, you're not. No, 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 no. Listen, the Fable fandom is just as bad as a lot of other gaming fandoms, where oh. every Fable game that comes out, it's god terrible, and it's not as good as the previous one. I, it's, it's, funny that that, is, it's funny that you mentioned that, because I always thought Fable was fine, but if you ever go online, I will, every time I look at Fable, everyone's screeching about Fable. And every time I, I play Fable, I go, oh, this is cool. Apparently, I'm I an am, idiot. I am a huge Fable fan, and every Fable iteration oh. that they have come out with, I have been more in love with Fable. And it's just the, the the general opinion is the complete opposite, and it's hysterical. Like nobody hates the like like the Fable hand fandom hates Fable. Yes, <laughs> they really, really do. They really hate really it. Really hate Fable. Why? I am so excited. I love Fable, and I'm very excited for the next game to come out. Yeah, I, w I wonder how PlayStation feels about their two mascots being now owned by Microsoft. Uh, so. <laughs> There's an interesting thing right now. Um, Sony is not the popular console in Japan. What? What? It's Nintendo. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. They, yeah, that, that makes sense. No, it's because uh, Japan's more focused on handhelds, and <laughs> the PS5 is huge. Like, like su supplies. Like, the supply chain being fucked up, not great, but um, Sony's just not doing well, period. So, for reference, the PS4 and PS5 combined in 2021 sold about 1.5 million units. The Nintendo Switch sold 5.3 million units. <laughs> That's so dumb. That's just they lacked them. 
multiple times. Yeah. I, Good luck, it, Sony. This is this is a point I keep trying to reiterate because like people like but but Nintendo has no graphics. Sony's got all the exclusives and the good games, and I'm like, none of that matters. Nah, they really don't. Nintendo gonna be Nintendo. I'm like, it is the quality of the game and the quantity of quality games on a system that Mm -hmm. matter. It is always about content. The the other thing the Switch has going for it, convenience. Yeah. The Switch is maximum convenience. Yep. And like it like it is built to be for small spaces and maximum portability. You can take your Switch with you on the train to work. You can then bring it home. You can dock it and you can continue playing. Like it is designed for not not as a handheld, but it's designed for portability, which is I, I mean these very differently. Um and you're right, it doesn't have the greatest like graphics or et cetera but that that's not the point not the point at all it, it doesn't it's not the most powerful machine it is not the point again you want to design for the casuals yep I, sony is sony is in a boxing match with itself now officially it really so, is. so sony what sony's marketing strategy is is they want to appeal to the casuals by releasing these blockbuster movie-esque games spider-man spider-men uncharted the last of us they're not trying to get the air quote hardcore they're trying to get people that like spectacle and say hey that's a spectacle i want to partake in the spectacle which is a choice i'm not sure if that's the right one I'm not. I'm also not sure how much of this has been blunted by the supply chain issues. Like, I wonder in a air quote regular uh, situation if Sony would be more successful if they would be able to get more units out and more people to casually partake in the spectacle. I would say no, based off of cost. And um, again, this is PS4 and PS5 combined. There isn't a supply issue with PS4s. Right. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and and the PS4 is cheaper. Yeah, there's still not. Because there haven't been that many PS5 only games, have there? Now that I think about it, the they thought about making Spider-Man Two PS5 exclusive, but mm. then said we can't afford to do it. Right, and I said, oh, oh. Sony also did got in trouble with the Japanese government because um uh japan has a thing of uh japanese by japan and um uh sony got in trouble with the japanese government for not properly marketing to japan huh interesting huh well think think about what the the big they they got in trouble for not thinking about japan yeah, like think about their, their big selling points for the PS5. They're all very tailored to a Western Western audience. I mean, I assume there was something for the Japanese audiences that we were not paying attention to. No, Nintendo's got that market. The oh, so they out here flying, they out here riding with Spider Man and only Spider Man across the globe. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. if, if if you're gonna ride with a with an icon. 
It's a Spider-Man. I mean, Spider-Man is your best bet. But, I mean, I'm just saying you're a Japanese. They I, could easily, using the Spider-Man brand, because they have access to every Spider-Man character under this contract, every character created by Marvel under the Spider-Man umbrella, they have access to. Silk exists. You have access to the Silk brand. Swapper from Korean-American to Japanese-American, because Marvel doesn't actually care about that. And bam, you have... It's not hard, Sony. So... We we talk like Sony. I genu I genuinely don't understand what Sony's doing right now. We we still talk about Sony like Microsoft still isn't third after this acquisition. Like they're still behind. Like let's not let's not talk about Sony like it's Blue Rule. Well, Mike Microsoft is playing a different game. Yeah, right. This, this, well, this so the, totally so the point game. the point I'm making is that it doesn't matter. The and I've been making this point for forever. Like they the the company rank literally doesn't matter because they're all targeting completely different audiences. Right. The idea of a console war has been is is extremely archaic. The the biggest issue is whether Sony can financially sustain its top heavy roster construction. That's it. Yeah. That's and it. I th I think in the long run it can because Sony's got long money not just from consoles but from everything else they right. make. Right. So to, like I'm gonna use Amazon as this example. Um, Amazon does not make its money most of its money off the marketplace. It makes it from its other divisions and cloud services and credit card and credit processing. That's where it, that's where it makes all its money. Um, and tax evasion. <laughs> sorry very mad like legal tax evasion god i fucking hate them um but sony is a massive company with a lot of different everything under its belt sony can afford to lose money in in, in that section it'll just pay for it with its other sections where it's making money right i also wonder because Sony doesn't have an exclusivity deal with Square Enix, but yep. I do. Square Enix has stopped exclusivity. I'm wondering if Square Enix has to kick anything up to Sony for 14. I, Sony, I so. Sony's going to buy somebody. He, the, 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 buy, the buying is not done yet. Like, I would imagine one of these Japanese companies, Capcom, Square Enix. One oh, the. If, uh, I'm, if I'm Sony, Sony can't, Sony can't buy Square Enix. The, if I'm Sony, <laughs> I want to. I know I can't, but I want to. I really, really no, want to. Yeah, you absolutely make that offer. If Bethesda can get, I mean that that won't. It wouldn't. No. I mean culturally, like, is a different level uh, how they do business there. But you make the offer. Like, well, also, I don't with with what Square Enix has been able to pull off lately. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know if Sony can make the offer. Like, like I don't know. I genuinely don't think Sony like, can like not not like, saying Sony doesn't have the money. Saying that Square Enix just wouldn't see the value. Like, there's no value. If, there's none. If Square Enix was an American company, I can see a CEO saying, "Yeah, I'm going to sell out now." Right. right. I don't. I honestly don't know. Also, it's going to be really funny when 14 comes to Xbox. I'm. I am. I. I I'm going to bring back segregation. I'm going to become Strom Thurmond. <laughs> and Xbox niggas over there. Oh, you disrespectful. I'm, I'm, I'm coming full steam ahead first day I'm coming on Series X. 
<laughs> oh no, you're fine. You're one of the good ones. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm talking about them Halo niggas. Nah, keep keep uh, them. Yeah, well, specifically the Halo non niggas. Yeah. The Halo non niggas. They even touch them. RPGs. The last I heard, they don't even do RPGs. Oh, uh, Aaron Day. Mm. Don't let's not do it. Let no. If there's an environment to be toxic, I feel like they will flock to it. I mean, they're gonna try and get themselves banned. I mean, they're gonna run up to the. They're gonna splash off the bounce off the castle walls real hard. It's gonna be real pretty epic. Listen, to watch. we all know that ARR is the great filter. Yo, it really is. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, I'm thinking this- that there's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of people who get banned. And are going to be complaining to they don't know who to complain to because right. they're going to get on there and try to call somebody a nigger and get ejected about six minutes into their um, play session, having just booted up the game and made a character. Put in jail. And they're going to wind up in jail. They're going to realize that the officers respond quickly and in mass, which is <laughs> why I'm so jealous. Is one of the biggest things about Final Fantasy is just how quickly the police response is in your town. And um, how swift and just. Those you know why are. we pulled you over, sir? <laughs> <laughs> they will literally explain to you why you got pulled over. Yeah, so. Yeah, I, I cannot even imagine. Also, the server stress. Like, I don't. The queue times. I don't want to talk about it. Oh, well, <laughs> that, well, that, again, this, this is why I'm advocating for segregation. They have their own servers in their own neighborhoods. <laughs> and they don't have to come into oh our God. neighborhood. First off, that's not going to happen. And second off, lol. I mean, I'm, I'm so not going to lie. I don't. I don't get mad when the PC people don't want to play with. Uh, like if I'm on Xbox and if you're on PC and you're like, you don't want to fuck with me, I'm like. That's I mean, we fair. all we we all play on I mean, the same. Like, I mean, like I, PS PS like PlayStation and um pc players all play on this and and with final fantasy 11 it was all platforms would be connected it was it was it was the funny part was is it was for a minute there it was ps3 um pc xbox 360 and ps2 players all together my uh my brother has showed me a video of titan ex on ps3 and how it would literally break the ps3 that fight specifically Oh, PS3 could not handle. Oh, but did you now? Uh, do you also understand? Because you saw that, did you understand why? Like, I I was really confused when I saw that the bombs actually like yes don't come out all at the same time. Yes, <laughs> I was like, wait, what? So like when I did it, the bombs would all appear at the same time. I I never like I cleared that fight not knowing that. Yeah. No. It. it, it... That game was not made with the PS3 in mind. Yeah. I don't know how it was able to survive as long as it did on PS3. Can you imagine doing Panda 3 right or Panda, Panda 2 right now? No, Panda 3. That's the one with the water, right? That's the silver. Two is water. Two. water. Can you imagine doing that, being having to move as a tank? On PS3? Oh, dog. You would get the flare. It would go off, and then you'd see the marker on your corpse. Like, oh, I guess I'm dead. <laughs> I think um, we're missing some crucial points. The most important being that I'm very close to being able to play Crash Bandicoot publicly again. Um, I'm able to play Spyro the Dragon and appear online again. I can purchase a Crash Bandicoot video game. 
Um, we're nearing that point, uh, depending upon how Microsoft um, navigates the deep um, systemic problems within Activision goes forward. I can um, play Crash Bandicoot. I can get my precious Crash Bandicoot returned to me. He's been trapped for uh, several years now. I had to, um, several, numerous black market dealings were made for me to give a Crash Bandicoot for. I never really pronounced, publicly announced this. Um, and uh, I actually get to be a Crash Bandicoot fan and enjoy him and uh, Spyro the Dragon. Like, I've always enjoyed them publicly and wholly with my chest. And I think that's the most important thing we can glean from the acquisition. Um, Thank you, guys. Can you imagine how happy and tasty that Spyro is going to be with fresh, happy devs? Can you imagine how good Call of Duty is going to be with three years off in between? Right. (sighs) I think the possibility of Call of Duty um, not coming out every year would be fascinating to see. Because if any game series has suffered squandered its potential even more than like the sports franchises that everybody hates it'd be call of duty that it has so much energy put into a game that nobody pays attention to 90 percent of it (laughs) every year it's like if in in terms of just like eco waste like it's got to be the most wasteful game series i've ever seen they bring it out everybody chews up about they even plays about 12 percent of it (laughs) hundreds of millions of dollars they're generally ignored whole campaigns Triple A voice talent, trip, uh, uh, elite programmers and animators, graphic artists, nothing. Everyone actual just, stars, actual movie stars, actual movie stars, and it's just like to be in games that people generally ignore. A vast chunk of us ignore. Um, and so, in the case of like the last one, nobody has for, which was a World War II Call of Duty that literally no human being, no human being asked for, and even the World War II heads were like, "This is so grossly inaccurate. This is not for us." So who is this for? And then Activision um, um, said they had a call and left and drove away. Never responded. That, that conversation was never picked up again. So oh, the possi- it was picked up by Phil Spencer. Oh. <laughs> oh. 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 Well yeah. then. Well. Well then. Well. Uh, the funny thing is, is that this merger overshadowed another really big merger that was supposed to be the biggest like acquisition of 2022. Like earlier that week or earlier. It that- was the week before. Interactive. They own Rockstar and 2K, bought Zynga, which is a giant mobile game developer for 12.7 billion. And Microsoft bought Bethesda like earlier last year for fucking 6.8 billion. Like right, but again, just just to show you again oh, mobile. that mobile gaming is a shit ton of money. Take two. Bought Zynga yeah. for twelve point seven billion. Good. If you want to talk about the success of mobile gaming, Grand Theft Auto Online follows a mobile gaming model right down to how it does its microtransactions and content releases. They run it like a mobile game. You're never getting Grand Theft Auto Six ever. I don't want Grand the, the amount of money. Like even the people who like play Red Dead Online are like, "Why are you not supporting our game?" I'm like, "You understand how much money Grand Theft Auto Online makes." Grand Theft Auto Online is is what allows Red Dead Online to exist. The reason why even Red Dead Redemption Two looks and looks the way it does is because they took all that money and poured it into a single player campaign. They gave you a little bit. They gave you a little bit of multiplayer out of the trunk. Be happy. Understand. 
Rockstar will do exactly what they want when they want, centered around the fact that GTA Online has made them billions upon billions of dollars every year for eight years now. <laughs> and the funny thing, the microtransactions in GTA Online don't make you better. It is 100% cosmetic. Listen, better. listen. Team Fortress 2 went free to play when they found hats. out that people will spend money on hats. The hat economy. Yes. The hat economy is amazing and brilliant and comical. What's what's even more hilarious about Grand Theft Auto Online? They were when they would they, when they do content releases, it's generally in the form of a business. You can buy a business and then you get new content. Okay. So what people will do is they'll buy the money from PlayStation Store, Steam, whatever. They'll buy the money to buy the business and then grind the new activity to get the money back. They are paying real money to participate in a free activity to get the money back that they just spent. That they could have been grinding from the other free activity they just bought. Like it, it Looking at it, there's no incentive to ever spend money on Grand Theft Auto Online. None whatsoever. There's no incentive. You can... You can make ten million dollars in Grand Theft Auto Online in about an hour. The the economy. I have never seen a game work fear of missing out. Yes. More. And the fear of missing out. No game has ever done. I, in my opinion, the idea that you can step out of your apartment, get into your Lamborghini, and see that there is a flying Lamborghini that you do not fucking own. <laughs> I have never seen it. You get a Gatling gun, and somebody's hanging out of a helicopter, and they jump out that shit and start flying around like Iron Man. You're like fuck. And this is why I stopped playing because I used to grind that shit. I had $20 million. I had the building. I had the fleets, everything. I jumped back in two years later. Niggas had rocket cars, tracking lasers, jet packs. And I was looking and all that shit was more money than I had in my savings. And I was like, nah, man. We was playing tough. That's when it we was, had armored cars. Right. And it was, and it was, and, it, and we came back to it and we were like, this is where they start getting my real life money. <laughs> Because they know for good and goddamn well, I need jets now. Because if that Look, nigga has a jet, and he's six, you hear him on the microphone. Wee, 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 when GTA Online first dropped, the best car in the game was just a bulletproof car. Yes, I had it. I was the like, armored, oh, pinnacle. The, yep. armored, the armored Karama was the best car in Grand Theft Auto yep. Online. Then they introduced the Oppressor, which is a, motor, a rocket motorcycle with homing rockets. Yes, that shit is impossible to hit unless you play Ace Combat on. Unless you play Ace Combat professionally, right? And it can fly a jet. Yep. Now the new meta is they've introduced cars that cannot be locked onto by missiles. Fuck, is Saints Row? Yeah, also, yes, you can own the DJ. Also, you can own a club. No, you, multiple clubs. You can own multiple clubs. You can own your own regular ass club. You can buy a stake in the casino club. Oh, forgot about that. Yeah, I do own some of the casino. You can uh, own the club on the island where you rob the dude. I haven't been to the island one yet. I haven't done it. The, the island heist is probably the best heist they've ever done. God, I wonder. I, don't you have to get to a certain level to open it up, though? Nope. You sure don't. All you have to do is do the find the casino. Well, I have, have to, to, I have the penthouse house. You don't even need the penthouse. You just need the casino club. Like, you just have to walk into the casino club, trigger the cutscene, then you get the heist. Mm. 
I see, like the heist itself, there is no cost to entry. You don't even have to buy anything to get the heist. But what you can buy is like all the merch and stuff from like the bands that show up and people are doing it. And I'm like, this is wild. The heist you just unlocked for free gives pays out about $2 million per heist. The heist take about 20 minutes if you're good. Well, I, it is mind boggling to me. Like, so I, everything that I have in GTA, I grinded for. So I've got the base, the, where you can just like drop an orbital death laser onto anyone. I've got the Fast and Furious car shop. I've got, they reintroduced Franklin and Lamar. So. I want to do those missions. They are so, they are ridiculously fun. And also, Detox is, like, the album you're getting is Detox. So, congratulations, guys. We finally bullied Dr. Dre into releasing Detox in a video game. That's such a flex. You can tell they make billions off GTA Online. They were like, "Hey, let's do this DLC featuring Doctor Fucking Dre," and it's actually and it's actually Doctor Dre voicing Doctor Dre. Doctor Dre voicing Doctor Dre with Doctor Dre's music featured and we're throughout. Sprinkle some Anderson Pack in too. We're just gonna sprinkle him in too. He's hot. Let's the flex. The flex. We don't hear from Doctor Dre because he doesn't come cheap and he doesn't haggle. So no. they they paid his market value without question. They were like, they- "Here you go." They had Call Me If You Get Lost in Grand Theft Auto Online before the album released. What? How are these niggas making money? (laughs) So what I was going to say is Singa makes Farmville. Oh, shit, yeah. And Words With Friends. Yeah, bro. Niggas still play Words With Friends right now. Niggas still play Farmville. Get my ass whooped right now in Words With Friends by some random 42-year-old that's been sitting there playing words with friends since the very beginning. My father-in-law. That? That's my father-in-law right there. He, he is the words with friends champ. I will never forget when the Tetris, like the like the Tetris game, had come out on Switch, and um, or just just came out because I think it was a multi-release, and folks were getting like beat by people whose names are like, "I love my kids." Forty-two. Hell yeah. <laughs> It was me. me. Don't say me. Me. I was getting my ass beat. By, I love my kids. Forty-two. Put my ass because some mom sitting there going. Bah, 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 bah. I'm gonna do the T-spin. Like, like, wait, what? Oh, the, the no. First... It, it was my favorite. It's my favorite thing. You had like people. Like, yeah, Tetris. I'm gonna own on this. Like all these hardcore players, and then they meet the moms who have been playing this for the last ten years. Yo, I introduced my mom to Tetris '99. And she got to second place on her first try. And I was like, why did I even do this? My mom bought Tetris on Nintendo. Not Game Boy, Nintendo. Because she wanted to serve the entire family phase. And she did. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> in color. Don't get caught. Don't get caught flipping, apparently. Don't. don't. So, uh, what, what else does Zynga own? Um, uh, time out. Time out. Cause they could, never mind. Take two owns Rockstar. I was like, how can they afford? Never mind. They own Rockstar. Yeah, yep. uh, no, you got it. this was you got I, it. <laughs> I did. I did not go off topic. Um, uh, Cityville. They own the Vills, though, right? Like they just own the Vills. Like any they own. Stuff. They own every Ville game. Uh, draw something. Oh, that's popular. That's real popular. Still, yeah. They they make quality games. That's the thing. I in their original quality mobile games. Yeah. Let's make more money. <laughs> All the money. Let's 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 bring in some more. Pa- let's bring in some more income. 
Yes. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else. What else that they no? They just like if you just look through their their list, it's just a ton of just a ton of different mobile games. Just like you'll recognize all of them. Games is good right now, man. It's a good time to be playing video games. I don't know if y'all heard about this or not. I'm just saying, I, I like, the, I, I think Rockstar immediately, like, knew what they were getting into. Like, you know what you said? They used the mobile game model on Grand Theft Auto, and then they bought a mobile gaming company. Listen, after that second and year, it's not considered antitrust because they don't have a mobile gaming division. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. They about to be like, buckle up, boys. We going to the moon. Which is also <laughs> what will probably legally work with the Microsoft acquisition of Activision. Yeah. Uh, Xbox Game Studios is a publisher, and Xbox is considered more of a publisher and a distributor than a games maker. See, you shouldn't have put a chip on their shoulder, I believe. That's devious. That's like, devious, yo. <laughs> like, straight up, like, if they wouldn't, if, if Sony hadn't backed out at that press conference and drop that camera off that PS4 and let Microsoft not fuck up, which I will, will admit, bad, bad, bad marketing, we would be in a totally different situation. But because they caught that L and had to rewind, this is where we are at. And I'm so happy. It makes me so happy. Thank you, Phil Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. I'm probably net. Well, I'm not going to say never, but I do not foresee myself getting an Xbox because I have Game Pass on PC. And I like, I've been digging State of Decay too. And I'm like, oh, this is nice. Yeah. If I get an Xbox, it will be entirely to put a console in my bedroom that never leaves my bedroom. Yeah. Like, if I get an Xbox, it will be my Game Pass machine. And I'm fine with that. Yeah, oh yeah, no. And I think it would be absolutely worth it to have a Game Pass machine, but it would be a Game Pass machine in my bedroom. So I can just lay in bed. Only until they get the Game Pass streaming app ready for every TV in America, which will be soon. Yeah, but that TV I won't be able to afford, so it'll be the Xbox. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm not affording it no time soon either. Um, what was the other one? Um, in Oh, we can end out gaming news with this because I found this um, kind of funny in a um, not funny haha but um, funny unsurprising and kind of ironic sort of way Um, so Sifu's the game Sifu um, that's supposed to be a super stylish kung fu brawler um, and based off of like Chinese martial art films, has an entirely white team of developers. I'm shocked. Shocked, I'm I say. Mortified. Um, entirely, and its consultant is a white martial artist who was hired to choreograph the fist fights. Um, was also their cultural consultants. And um, he, uh, you know, they they were 
you know, ask, you know, making sure and asking him if, you know, his entire, uh, if like the fighting halls were authentic and whatnot. It's funny. I just wanted to put that out. Um, it's just one of those things where you, you hear the story and you kind of go, oh, of course. And, yeah, that's um, that's about where I'm at. Because right. I was looking, I was looking forward to the game. Like I played the last one, and I thought, like, hey man, I didn't know nothing about the development of the last game, but they made it a game. But was- do you, do you actually want to know what the frustrating part about that is? What what, what? the game the gaming companies that are leading financial success worldwide are Chinese. Yes, 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 (laughs) damn it. There are resources within the gaming industry that they can reach out to. They can even, they can even do so from the States. Because some, because some of the, a lot of those Chinese companies have studios here in the U.S. It must be wild to be like that blinded by just like your own, like, that's just wild to me. I can never be that culturally insensitive to think that I would be able to portray somebody else's culture like that. We have an entire genre of movies that is white man goes to China and out right. Well, yeah, I mean, like, out Chinese is the chi- the people from China. <laughs> like just like we have an entire genre of white man goes to Japan and out Japan's all of that entire area. And you leave Tom Cruise alone. Oh, I wasn't even thinking about Tom Cruise. Yeah. That's the funny part. It is my favorite. It is my favorite movie in that genre. The yeah, the one? the uh, Last Samurai classic. I was even thinking of the Last Samurai. That's I always comes to mind first because at the end of it, I think his name is Ken Watanabe, the actor. Um, he like solemnly looks down and looks at Tom Cruise and regards him as a true samurai and a brother. And I'm like, man, this ages worse every year, more than <laughs> most content that we look at. And I want to make a list of things that L- don't listen, age the well. white man is truly authentic Chinese. I think also this is this is just like Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> Stop Asian hate bacon, please leave Scarlett Johansson alone. That's not what that. we do here. That's not what we do here. That's not what we do on this show. You're right. Uh, I mean culturally insensitive. We respect everyone. We're never not going to give any grief I'm, to Asian I'm American. I'm sorry, actresses. I'm mocking Scarlett Johansson. Thank you. We're not going to leave oh, fucking. No, no problem. No, <laughs> no, we're not going to disrespect Asian American actresses on this program. We've come too far. It's not the type of brand we have. I think it's important that we give her her space and acknowledge her contributions to Asian American cinema. Black Widow was an amazing movie. That goes right alongside Shang Chi as seminal representation of asian superheroes for us to take in share with our children so we can understand and good job on disney she should have gotten the naacp award instead of uh nomination instead of uh, aquafina well you know the ancient one <laughs> in my uh, the thing about it is, had it the first time it was you know the thing about it is in my head i think yes i'd rather <laughs> like with all due respect like if they had that the Scarlett Johansson, I would be less annoyed than if Aquafina won it. But I'm because Scarlett Johansson is, you know, Japanese born and bred, and that's fine. 
and Aquafina is kind of doing the minstrelsy thing on and off, and then when jammed up on it, you know what I mean? She kind of buffers, and her system locks up, and that's more annoying. I am, like I said, I am willing to play along with Scarlett Johansson as an Asian American actress for the rest of my life than listen to Aquafina code switch back and forth. And then with, and she's like Michigan J Frog. When you call her out on her, she's just sitting there, ribbit. And (laughs) and I hate that. As I would, I mean, you just made a joke, but I would gladly accept Scarlett Johansson accepting an NAACP award for her work as an Asian American actress in a movie. So I have a confession to make. Yes. Sometimes I make jokes specifically to send you on a tangent. I didn't, I didn't know I had this tangent in me. I I, real, I have I have this issue. I I have I didn't realize I used to think that it's a, and this is a wild one. I used to think Aquafina was just from New York because New York has a lot. If you're from New York, you either act like you're Italian or Nick or nigger, one or the other. So we have Puerto Ricans who act like they're Italian, and then we have Puerto Ricans who act like niggas, Dominicans who act like, and if you're and you, like the Irish bundle up with the Italian and it's just kind of like if you I know black I know black I Dominican I know black I Dominican right 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 there are even white people like that I met one when I went to college he is not lying right so you either break up into one of two cultural stereotypes around you whether you do it well or poorly is not my business I'm just saying you go to one or the other and so I thought she was just one of those folks that just hung out around niggas one of those because there's like there's like there's even like a there's like an Asian basketball movie that came out. It went like it was in theaters for like a month about a, a like a Korean kid in New York that was playing ball, and he's an actor from New York, and he just sounds like a nigger from New York, one of the Asian niggas from New York, and I thought that was her. Najela, host of the Cuncast, explained to me that that's straight up minstrel shit. She does not sound like that at rest, and she actually started doing that for she knew her, and she was doing that for white people. That's when I was like, because they actually grew up in Queens adjacent to each other. And I'm like, oh, that's not, she's not, she's, she's not, because some, some, some folks are just, like I said, they're just like marinated in niggotry and you can't do anything about it. doesn't matter who you are. It comes out that way. You know what I mean? You hear it and you know it. And I'm like, oh, so now when, now I see it and I'm like, oh, oh, she's really fucking around. Oh, because I didn't have an opinion. I thought, oh, she's from New York. I don't know what to tell you. Nicotry is, it's a, it's a rich seasoning. It gets right into the core. <laughs> like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, whatever. You know, I'm from there. Everyone who's arguing was not from there. That's why New York has never really had an opinion on it because we were like, yeah, good. Good luck with that one. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, she good. sounds like New York. <laughs> right. She sounds like she's from New York. Like, good. Next up, tell the Dominicans they're black. Go ahead. Climb these mountains. You know what I mean? Whatever. And, but apparently. <laughs> But apparently she is legitimately fucking around with us. And in which case I was like, again, please stop. And also I would again accept Scarlett Johansson winning an NAACP <laughs> award for her work as an Asian American actress before Aquafina. <laughs> At the end of the day. Oh my God, no. <sighs> so. Somebody said she had a video. I think it was you. Somebody said, she, or maybe it was Najela. Said it she. was all Twitter. Who said she was buffering? Like she was like it was it was it was all it's just see she got jammed up about the about the thing because I remember she had said something about not wanting to put on in um like a classic racist Asian American accent, but then people were asking her, Well, why do you do the minstrelsy? And she 
literally in real time, you could see all the pins and needles going. <laughs> you could see it going in her head where this thing that she's doing that worked out for a while as her audience approaches millions of people globally, we're going to have some questions. And then they're coming just out of nowhere. Just got to be ready. And I'm just like, and you know, I don't know whether her answer has gotten better over time, but the answer she gave was terrible. And you could see it. it she could see her struggling bad. with it. What? It, it it was real bad. It was definitely a flow of conscious answer. Right. She was just had no. <laughs> right. It was nothing. That that made her famous. That made her famous to scale. And it worked because, but it, after a while, people are going to have a global questions. Because like I said, when you're famous in New York for acting like a nigga or an Italian, ain't nobody going to say nothing to you. you. Pick one faction, you pick another, you go with it. Totally understand. But this, as the scope goes out, all of a sudden these niggas from Germany are gonna be like, "Hey, hey, why you sound like Bernie Mac sometimes? <laughs> hey, that's just weird. You don't think that's weird? I think that's weird. Where you from?" <laughs> and off we go. So may her answers get better over time as she becomes more famous and heavily featured in a Marvel in a Marvel movie series that we Hopefully. are not in the scene yet. Probably multiple Marvel, multiple movies. Marvel movies. She will be featured heavily in the blow-off movie, in which I assume Kang the Conqueror is brought to justice across, I assume, two or three movies. Because <laughs> that's, that's a situation. I'm not even gonna go off on that tangent, but they're they're, oh, they're like yeah. I said. They're anywho. All that said, you have to be the best. Thank you, Phil Spencer. <laughs> Thank you, Phil Spencer. Thanks, Phil Spencer. Um, last, last uh, before we get into, we're we're now gonna get into Twitch beef. Can't I? Don't, I, I think we're we are at two hours. Can we? Can we? Can we please just just the one little last? What? It's so ridiculous. Mostly because I would just love a rehashing of the conversation that happened in the Discord because I could not. Okay, stop then yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll. Ninja is a Twitch streamer. Um, I keep forgetting he exists, but he is a streamer. He is a big deal in that space, and he's a he's a typical white dude. And apparently one of his boys was harassing another streamer, uh, Pokaame, and he got insta-banned. That should have been my first clue when they insta-banned him. Because reading the article, the way I have my phone set up, it doesn't load tweets. Like, it'll just show the text. So it's like this dude, Jidan. I'm like, okay, white people are doing the thing where they take black people names. Cool. I should have known this was a nigger, though, because he got banned. Insta-banned. That no, should have that should have been my first clue that was this that? was a nigger. <laughs> <laughs> um Ooh. so Ninja does the white guy thing. Oh, forgive my friend, you know, it was just jokes, you know, whoop whoop. DM's trying to get Pokaame to support the dude that hate rated her. And now he's threatening a lawsuit because that's what you do when you when your friend hate raids somebody, you threatened to sue them for slander for the words that came out of your mouth? So what happened was is Pokemon A um shared the tweets and video clips of Ninja 
defending the hate raids. Because she has receipts. She got them receipts. And in return, Ninja decided to try and he's going, he's threatening to sue her for defamation of character because she shared what he was doing. He's such now, a the funny part about this is in the Discord, of course, the immediate reaction was, the whites are fighting. Let them fight. And I'm like, there's only one white here. <laughs> and I had to actually look. I saw Ninja, and I just assumed, okay, this is white people beef. Let them fight. Like, then I then begged, like, no, there's only one white person involved here. So I actually did my Googles and looked, and I was like, oh. Yeah. This is a rainbow coalition we've got going this on This is here. Pokemon is uh, Moroccan. From Morocco. Moroccan-Canadian. So, that also should have been another flag to me. That there, he was going so hard against this woman. I thought there was just general white man misogyny. Nope, gotta throw a tinge of racism in there too. She is the top female streamer on Twitch, highest paying female streamer on Twitch, coming in at number 34 of highest earning streamers. No, they mad too. You oh, they know upset. They no, no, no. Upset. But again, the hot tub meta. Well, I, no, I'm sorry. This was just, I will never forget this. People were crying about women making money on Twitch. And it turns out that, like, in the top 100, there's, like, one. Okay. Can we talk about this for a minute just for two seconds, all right? We're adults here. Twitch was made to look like a fucking chat room site five years ago, and nobody else realized that shit. It looks just like one of those cam sites or whatever the fuck you go to. That's the same shit as Twitch. Yep. Like, like I don't understand why people don't understand they even do subscriptions and all that shit. it's the same it's shit. literally built it's off literally of the same it's literally built off of a cam cam model like i don't and it, it's even gotten worse since then like it's become more insular and here's your your currency for this specific site for these specific times with this specific person <laughs> like it's it wild the only thing they don't do is assign you. <laughs> Here is your streamer of today. What do you think the front page is? Mm-hmm. Well, no, I mean they don't directly assign you. <laughs> some of the some of the cam some of the cam uh, model ones would literally directly assign you. Be oh, like, wow. here's your four options. Like LL Cool J in that uh doing it like, video. Just yeah, it would really be like these, these cam models are free. Yo, and, and I'm I'm just like. I don't understand, like, I don't think people, I think I'm very afraid for the generation that does not understand technology. Like, it's a lot of us. You know what the interesting thing is? Is that the younger generations are falling off of the social media. They are are not on Instagram. They are not on Twitter. They do not do Facebook is for old folks. Yep, they like we didn't see what y'all done fucked up y'all. Oh like. no, mm-hmm. Twitter and Instagram are for oh that my nephews have told me now nah, Twitter and Instagram that's that's for that's for yeah. the old folks. And we thought Facebook was for the old folks. They looking at Twitter like nah, bro. Oh no, Facebook's for grandma. And even Twitch, like Twitch, about to be for old folks. 
Like we about to It have is to... entirely for twenties and up. Yeah, like ain't no kids on Twitch. They at, they used do morning. not care. I, man, it, it was a stream today I was in that had sixteen thousand people in it at eight AM. Like it ain't it, it ain't like your kid giving somebody a hundred gift of subs. No, <laughs> like, kid, the kids aren't the ones with the money. Right. Like um wild, man. No, it is entirely our generation. And like some and like older Gen Z, but nah, the kids ain't on there. So wild, man. they're a bit on TikTok, but they're falling off of TikTok. Yeah, I, I just so many old folks on Twitter, TikTok now. I'm like, damn, this is my generation on this shit. I've had <laughs> former students deeply lament being chased. Like we are us old folks are like some type of alien organism chasing them from application to application. And to hear it from their mouths is deeply distressed. Like, we're just cruising along, doing, living our lives, right? We are ruining their fucking lives. <laughs> to hear it from their mouth, we are a scourge, a bane. We are ruining, shortening their lifespan, ruining, taking away their nourishment. I almost want to have them on because they gave me a 10-minute speech, all three of them. They gave me a 10-minute speech <laughs> about how, I, and I told them, I was like, I try to stay off because I don't want to bother you. And they were like, bless you, Mr. Freeman. You need to start telling <laughs> some of your old friends that shit. And I was <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Because you old people be getting on over these things and it kills it. I was like, damn, and I didn't hear it from them. It was so much. I felt like a white person listening to a black person for the first time. I was like, man, we ruining their little lives. No, it's funny because my therapist is like, what social next is, what's the next social media? And I'm like, I don't know, but it's going to be the kids. Right, ask a kid. And ask then don't the follow, ask a kid and don't follow them. And yeah, please don't, tell your, don't tell your cousin or, or tell your friend's mama to watch. Look, girl, this is what they own right now. Don't do that. Leave them, leave them alone. Leave, 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 leave you want to know what's funny? I played Final Fantasy fourteen. Final Fantasy fourteen, wildly like like mid twenties to early forties. Oh yeah, that oh, yeah. that's who's playing, yeah. not kids. What do well, I so mean? Ain't, ain't no so I do have a sixteen year old. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's <laughs> uh, the, the, ain't no kids playing MMOs. Like you got, like you got to be. Like, what kind of kids you know is starting off right now that's, like, 10 years old? Like, ooh, sign me up for Final Fantasy. <laughs> like, uh, no. They're, that, that, they're that. not playing that kind of MMO. They're playing Roblox. Yeah, Roblox. They're playing Roblox. Roblox. Them, Roblox. Ni them niggas is running around. Again, my they are, the, to... the kids are on free-to-play, super custom. They're on, like, some of the mobile MMOs. Right. Yeah, yeah true. Yeah. Um, they're doing. They are taking over free-to-play spaces because they ain't got no money. Yeah, my favorite thing is is they're running around. Like that's my favorite thing about Roblox is again, it has got some dark corners and is deeply problematic, but them kids be running around in there and that shit is funny. <laughs> okay, hold up. <laughs> this is how we're gonna close. The video I posted in chat, it's seven seconds. I need the errands to watch this. Bacon, you can watch this as well, but specifically I need the errands to watch this. As as denizens or former denizens of the Midwest, I need you to watch that video. Yo! 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 Oh my god. Yo! Oh my god. Oh no. Bro, what? Yo! Yo! 
Why did everybody scatter? Oh, <laughs> nigga, y'all can't all find y'all a video because everybody scattered. First of all, that party looked like it was jumping, and then everybody scattered. What is going on? Why did that party look so fun? And look at the and look at the chat. Is like it's that like, nigga got a tool. This nigga That's got a tool. <laughs> this nigga That's got. That nigga got a tool. Hey yeah. yo, man. Yo, Robo my man, what Roblox got? What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Oh my god, I can't handle it, man. And my got... baby talking about she get man. And you talking about I was a bad parent for letting my kid play Streets of Rage. Shit, shit. Yeah, you know, she better be playing Streets of Rage right now. Get upstairs and play Axel right now. <laughs> like, yo, you understand how? Listen. Do you understand how rugged that shit is? You got your name over your motherfucking head and you shot a nigga in a room with 20 niggas with your name hovering over your head. Do you understand the level of gangster? Zach Bryson, nigga. Look at me. All of you niggas, look at me. Zach Bryson. And then he leaves. This dead body fucking folded that dude over the couch. Poor Tavion. Poor Tavion. The music. Somebody listen to the music. Listen to no, okay, okay. That's that's the thing. Someone took the music. That song is from an infamous shooting in Chicago I where that song so. is playing. Yes. And the I thought so. Oh yeah. Yes. Yep. I thought that was for something else. I'm like, I know, the, the kids are making the kids are making that joke after Nick. Oh holy yes. shit. Yes. This is yeah. not a. This is not oh, great. Oh, this is a kid. Oh, I understand. I just, I just think it's funny, but it's, it's not funny. But it is funny. But it's terrible. But it's also funny. But it's very funny. It's very funny. But it's very funny. But it's awful. And now I gotta take. Now I gotta pull other people's kids off. This. I ain't got no kids. But I gotta pull somebody else's kids off that shit. Hey, listen, dog. If I see somebody's kids talk about Roblox, I'm gonna just grab them. I gotta grab them. Tell them a snitch. My 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 wife, we we were literally playing because I was talking to Aaron about this. I was like, man, you, I think my little kid is ready for like some tougher games. You know, like I don't care. I think she's a little old for her age. You know, she's been watching video games since I she was born. Bro, we we play Streets Rage, get to level twelve. I'm like, okay, good, but there's a lot of violence in here. Roblox, absolutely fucking not. <laughs> absolutely not. She hit a nigga in the face with a sword earlier today, and I swear to God, she would never be on Roblox. Yeah, Roblox, that's what I said. It's just some kid, kids just running around. I think and... y'all need to understand the video. They need to go see the video, because it don't make sense. Because <laughs> I, I was looking at this video of some YouTuber. He was in Roblox. He was running around, and he, was where he, he turned the corner, and there's a block where all these other Roblox kids were wearing one color. One yeah. color, and then yeah. they just turned and chased him around, and they were yelling at him, and his little kids yelling hood shit, little white kids yelling hood shit, at him. <laughs> and I was just like, and I was just like, what? And I swear to God, like this man, and it's like, like it's funny, but it's not. But I gotta pull your kid off the fuck. I gotta the, snitch on your babies now when your kids are on the road. The last, we're gonna close out with this last message of the day. Uh, the government is giving out free 
test kits, uh, COVID test kits. You can order them from USPS. Um, Godspeed, USPS. Praying for you as an organization and for all of your workers. And I'm sorry if you work for USPS. Good luck. However, you can order your free test kits. There's four. You get four per per address. Yes. Um, if you live in Washington State. Um, you can follow the official Washington State Governor Twitter account, and there will be information on how to get additional test kits for your place um, through the state. And it's going to be delivered by Amazon, which is a, another deeply problematic thing that terrifies me, but you will absolutely get it. Amazon is distributing all of the Washington State's test kits. That's good. And I'm sure they'll have their own Amazon testing facility soon, right next to the Amazon homeless shelter, next to the Amazon warehouse. Where they test their Amazon employees' tests at their Amazon testing facility. And what they will be doing is using all using money and funneling it into local governments during election season, which is right now. This is terrifying. Happy 2022, y'all. Go Bengals. Go Bengals. <laughs> don't embarrass me in public, Titans. That's all I'm asking for. Just don't embarrass me in public. Go Bengals! Bengals, no Bengals, Bengals and Titans evenly matched. The Bengals are cursed. No, they're not. They're, yes, they're cursed. They're cursed. You, you don't, you don't you understand. understand. This this is a, one this one is, is cursed. One is inept. There's a difference. Is, You're cursed. We're inept. Um, if Derrick Henry playing, is Derrick Henry coming back tomorrow? On a broken foot, yes. Ineptitude. I mean, I mean, I wouldn't have him playing a broken foot. I'm still good, but um, then they can still win. The Bengals, I seeing one well coached Bengals game in several decades of being a Bengals fan now is not going to um reassure me enough to believe that they could they could beat a team that's shorthanded and having trouble. We. We had the same record as the actual Indianapolis Colts the year they went to the Super Bowl. The first play of the fucking game, Carson Palmer throws a bomb and blows his knee out. Yeah, I remember that. There was a there was a person named I forgot his name Henry something. There was a period of time when the uh, Bengals had Chad oh, Johnson. Henry. Chris, Chris Henry. Henry, yes, Chris yeah, Henry. Yeah, because he, he, that's the man that... Uh, Chris Henry, nobody could cover him. God. He hit him down the field, and then Carson Palmer blew out his knee. And that's what we're dealing with here, is, yes. is that it doesn't really matter how inept your team is. Some Remember Keely Smith? Some things, some things are touched by God, and some things are forsaken by God. And it's important that you understand the difference and all Bengals fans are very well aware of this. So yeah. please, that game is going to be. I understand that. I just, it's, I, I hear you, Justin. Just understand that if Joe Burrow breaks a rib, two passes in, you're going to see him. He's going to go down the sideline to Jamar Chase, as he has been doing for apparently f- for four years now. Just understand. Keep in mind, Chase is going to catch the ball. He's going to catch the it, ball. He's going to score. It, it, it's going to yes, be crispy. A delightful, a dazzling, an eye-searing 76-yard touchdown completion. And then you'll see Joe Burrow laying face down, holding his ribs, because someone broke two of them. 
dramatic camera straight on his face. Straight on his face. Full red. You know how white people get when shit really hurts? They turn all pink like that. Like yep. this shit hurts. But he yep. ain't coming back because he's he's he came out the game dark pink. He's done. That white man is incapacitated. <laughs> and we'd just be like, Welp, well, well, that was good. It was a good week. We had fun. We had a good time. Go Bengals. We had a good time. Just understand that's on the table, Justin. And if it happens, just remember you had this conversation with us. All right, guys. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you guys for listening. And uh, see you next week.